This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. But uh, welcome to episode 32 of the podcast, everyone. Brim, how you doing, you mate? I'm surviving. I'm surviving. Back to work last night for the first time in a few weeks. This whole COVID thing's a bit mental. So luckily we had a, we had a bunch of people who have recently, um, I don't know what you call it in other countries, but over here we call it passed out when you, uh, when you join the military. We had a yep. bunch of them in last night, and they were they were good as gold, as expected. Didn't give us a single issue, so I was uh, I was quite happy with that. Quite a quiet night, and then home at five o'clock this morning, so no rest for the wicked. And our special guest tonight, the one, the only, Happy Bombs. How you doing, mate? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you for inviting me. I'm still not sure why, but I'll take it. No, mate, you you are uh, one of the unsung heroes in my eyes of the Daisy community, mate. Um, you deserve a much bigger following than you get, um, and you give back more than you take from the community, which is something I really respect you for, mate. Thank you. And what a week to uh, be the guest, mate, with 1.10 dropping. I know, that was classic On when you messaged me saying, have you got any uh, topics that you want to bring up <laughs> this week? And I was, I was knackered from work and I couldn't, my brain wasn't thinking, I was thinking, can't think of anything off the top of my head and then like literally the next day it was like oh my god we're not gonna have any problems this week <laughs> but we're going to be talking about 1.10 a lot um shortly but initially mate we like to start and focus on our guests and like i said mate you have done so much in the background with your true colors event um you've got your day zero servers now um and i think that's probably just the tip of the iceberg with you um, even some of the mods uh, that you're getting done for your server look quite impressive. How I how is your server going? It's good, Matt. Yeah, it's it's still relatively new, um, which is you know, the, <laughs> of course, every server owner would love their server to be a to be busy and popular. But the people that the people that are finding it and coming to play on it are really enjoying it, and it's it's turning in i think it's turning into something really special i'm really really proud of it the work we're doing especially because we're not you know this is not what we do we're not modders we're not anything like that but so we're all kind of learning this as we're going along and yeah it's awesome it's it's such a community project at the moment it's just it's brilliant so what what's the vibe of the server what's it all about so it's i'm i'm quite a purist as such as daisy but i really i do love my vanilla um I'm not, you know, each their own, but I'm not really into the, you know, the really heavily modded servers. Um, so I think this server, it's, it's got a real vanilla feel. Um, we start, it's, it's it's changed slightly, to be honest. So when I think I've been, I've had Have servers for up? a couple of years, really. Oh, Have you got my chat up? No. You just got called Did a I? fucking perfectionist. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, we've, we've, I've been involved in like community servers for a couple of years. And I think we, I think when expansion mod came out, we were like, okay, there's, there's some really nice stuff in here that looks, let's, let's set up a expansion server. So I started looking through all the kind of expansion, uh, features. And as I was going through it, I said, like, well, that's not quite for me. That's not quite for me. That's not quite for me. And it, it became a really 
I, I called it an expansion light server. So it had a real vanilla feel, but with some some of the elements in the expansion mod, which I really liked. Um, and as we've progressed, we've, we've kind of, you know, expansion's still um, in development. You know, we all know that. There are some things that work great, some things that don't. So, you know, as we, we started tweaking things, you know, we were having extra guns, you know, not too many and extra things like that. I think as the as the time went by, we were like, do we really need a lot of this stuff, actually? Is, yep. it, is it actually changing the game for us? And it was for me, and it was, it was coming to a point where even though we didn't have lots and lots and lots of modded guns, it was all of a sudden you were passing up a Mosin or a Winchester or a Blaze because... You know, and they were, they were, they're God tier, man. <laughs> they're like, yeah. they're like the guns that we love. So I, I've, I've really taken a turn with the server now and I've removed pretty much all modded guns and we're going in a different direction in terms of let's actually take what we've got in the base game of Daisy and add some variations to it. So in terms of the look of things, um, slightly more aged, you know, guns uh, in terms of the the textures. Um, still the same guns. They're still exactly the same guns, but there's more variety out there now. And the same for, like, armor and clothing and extra... Th you know, this week we were we really proud. We, um, we're not the first to do it, but we've been thinking about it for a while, like custom items that we can get in the game that aren't on any other server. But we this week we introduced uh, a couple of really nice bone knives that you can wrap in burlaps. Mm. You know, you, you get a bunch of bunch of bones cut up some burlap strips and you can wrap it around the bones to create like a, a burlap wrap knife or you get a rope uh, a rope and combine that with bones and you get like a bone handle uh, a rope wrapped bone knife as well so we've, we've been doing lots of things like this in the background and like i said we're learning this day by day um but it's it's really exciting I, i'm really enjoying it have you um seen the hell um retex mod um or sorry hell uh survival mod no Definitely one so. to have a look at. Um, I've got it on uh, my server, and it adds a lot of um, improvised uh, tools, um, things like that. So what I've done is I've dialed your uh, vanilla tools all the way down um, so people are having to craft different tools like hammers and hatchets, and then you've got the uh, uh, dump grass mods for ammo making, and he's got a forge mod coming, crafting your own stuff. It's just... I love when I saw your uh, bone knives and that. I was like, man, I've got to remember to tell him about the hell uh, survival mod. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind that. of a, it's a, it's a, it's a real balance. I don't want to go too far into like rust territory where you yeah. know you're you're crafting tons and tons of stuff, but um, stuff that makes sense for me and it's still mm -hmm. fun to do. And it's you know we've we added back the the daisy snare traps for rabbits for instance um so if you find some wire and some sticks awesome. you can you can craft some rabbit traps even if you you know you have to wait like maybe 30 minutes an hour before you, you catch something but you know I, i'm finding myself making these traps around spawn areas if i can so the next person that comes in that area might find a bit of food for instance so it's it's quite yeah. cool like that um but yeah i guess on top of that as well we've we've i've been doing a lot of custom area stuff on the map so mm. Uh, how how do you get people to go over to Scalisti Island, for instance, um, as a freshie, or you know, when you're down there? Because I love Scalisti Island, always have. Yeah. So I built some. I've got I've got some videos and stuff that I can share if you want some screenshots. But yeah, that'd be good. Um, 
but you know what how can we get people to do that that makes sense in the daisy world yes. so i built like a container ship that had crashed and there's like all the containers floating and somebody had built like a wooden bridge across and things like that and why would you go to Scalisti? so i've made it into like okay maybe this was an island that had some hunt you know it was a hunting location <laughs> at some point so there's like little hunting lodges over there and some deer spawn so there's a reason to go over there because you might find a hunting jacket or a you know a scope or something like that but yeah and there's lots of other areas but yeah i can i can i can whack a video up if any if you want to see it yeah share your screen mate i can talk through it after happy's uh server is called day zero 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 chinaris and zero livonia I've not, not played on the uh, Livonia one yet, but I did play on the uh, on the Chinaris one a few weeks back, and uh, yeah, you and you was it you gaming Nana? I think there was someone about two two weeks ago. I think, yeah, I didn't survive. <laughs> it's good. The, the The Chinaris one is definitely the more popular at the moment. Uh, Livonia is not getting as much love, but I haven't done as much customization on Livonia. I've done a few things which are quite cool, but right. I do quite enjoy the uh, those Death Squad Thursdays. I think they're an absolutely brilliant yeah, idea. Yeah. Like I say, I don't, I don't tend to well. survive. Yeah, I don't tend to survive more than uh, more than half an hour at any given point. But yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it's, it, I think it's, it actually seems like quite a unique idea because it is. It is almost like a sort of a miniature True Colors to a degree, you know. But it's just different enough that that you know that it is a fresh idea to you know in in that sense and. It is a lot of fun to to try kind of get that get back to that sort of hunting people down and trying to survive and you know because I think a lot of people like you say with these highly modded servers you know everything's handed to you on a silver platter whereas you know in this instance you don't have that so much it's it's not horrifically hardcore you're not going to die twelve times before you get off the coast but at the same time you've still got to work a little bit and then there's that hunting people down and it's I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, the, the 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 death squad thing is a bit of a wrapper around. Let's get people together one night a week for a bit of a shootout because <laughs> it's good fun. Right? Can you see that, guys? Yep. Yep. Got it. Can you hear the music as well? Yes, we can. Yep. So this is things like I've added like particle effects within the world. So, make, you know, like chimney smoke and cars are on fire and just to add, you know, just to bring the world to life a little bit. You've got like custom things like zombies spawning with <laughs> sacks on their head with blood and stuff. I like it. Custom stuff this was a bit of a, the hangers there. I like that. Bit of a homage to the old airfield. I was thinking, yeah. what, what can we do just to centralise something on the airfield? And it, this has been really... It was a bit of a laugh, to be honest, doing this. But um, since doing it, the amount of people and fights and stuff that's been happening in this area on the airfield is crazy.
more sort of customized helmets and things. Yeah. Blood splatters on the plate carrier. Yeah, we've got. I've designed different plate carrier styles as well, and I, I guess we could talk about the armor as well because that's very different on our server. What we've done, sort of hidden locations as well. That's just about to come up, so I don't tell anyone about these sort of things. They're just out there for people to find. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is awesome. Is this a dynamic event or just a hidden location? No, no, no. It's just like a little freaky sacrifice, sacrificial sort of area that no one knows about. That they when they come across it, it's like Jesus. The persistent flames and stuff you've got are really, really cool. That's one of my favourite bits. Yeah, I think there's, they just add a little something, and they don't—they're not too heavy on the server in terms of performance and that. Yeah, so this is what I was talking about with Scalisti. So I, I built like a container crash. So you, you know, there's still an element of swimming you have to do if you don't make some of the jumps, but you know, you've got. So it's nothing too crazy. It's kind of not super 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 modded in terms of the map this is brilliant mate it's, it's nice it's man it's, you know when people find this sort of thing and there's you know this is what i was talking about the little hunting lodges right on the edge of the Scalisti. This was the, this is the quarry near Severograd. A very so a underutilized kind of like, location in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, so no one used to come here. So I've got like little caves and things can spawn here now. A little revamp of Northeast Airfield as well. Mm -hmm. Again, not many people came here because there was never no. anything here, but there's a few little um, things that can spawn here that are worth coming up for. Yeah, that's nice. 
I love seeing underutilized areas and maps being custom yeah. done. I think it's brilliant. I think it's that thing. I think I'm, I'm, I'm all about the the kind of journey through Daisy, and you know, I love that progression and journey through and getting yeah, it's, it's exactly that underutilized areas. So everyone's not just running up north. Maybe you can go west. Maybe you can go east. And there's there's reasons to go over there. Like creating little areas where you can meet people. There we go. I like the logo too, mate. Very creative. Thank you. <laughs> you make that yourself? Yeah, I do all my stuff. You're a very, 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 very talented uh, man, mate, when it comes to the um, artistic stuff. It's... Have I stopped sharing the screen? No, no, no I just... I can still see it on mine. Oh, I'm good. There we go. Yeah, it's 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 what I do for a job, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm kind of yeah. I'm in the uh, creative business, um, so it, I you know I really enjoy doing that sort of stuff, and it's nice to have this little outlet outside of work to um to apply that to. Yep. So is it publicly known what you actually do um, in the real world? Uh, to a degree. I don't really mix work with like the, the streaming the streaming side yeah. of it and the service. It's just all a uh, hobby and fun. But yeah, I, I work I work here. Uh, I've been in the games industry for twenty four years. Uh, wow! Um, I I work. Uh, as a des I started off as a designer. I kind of head up a design team now, um, but I, I mainly work now in kind of like branding and um, TV, video, all that sort of stuff. Nice. Anything big that we would have heard of? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not going to say because I don't, I don't mix it. But yeah, nah, yeah okay. Let's, let's just say that uh, this year's this year's very busy. This year's very busy. Okay. Okay, that's that's interesting because this year we've had COVID, so that kind of narrows yeah, it I, down. The, the internet sleuths well, are going to be out there. I'm lucky that I can work from home with this stuff. So I've been I've been working from the office. Yep. Closed in end of March, so I've been working from home since end of March, and we're not going back till June next year, I think. <laughs> Mr. Shouty Man, lol, he doesn't tell his stream. Ain't going to say shit on here. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a weird one. It's not 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 that it matters, and I'm not, it's not like anything. But you I just, just like yeah, the separation. Just the I don't want any sort of conflict of interest work thing yeah. or anything like. No one at work knows I can high stream or anything like that. Yep. One day someone will put two and two together, mate. They'll be searching through and they'll see this devastatingly handsome silver fox streaming. They go, "Hey, I work with that guy." Yeah. Here's where we realise that in his day job, Happy Bombs is, uh, wears a mask like he's in Slipknot or something. No one actually knows. No one at work knows his real face. Actually, I've just worked it out. <laughs> I just worked it out. You work in porn. Everyone's stuck at home now. And you said that you've been very busy this um, last few months. So everyone's sitting at home watching Pornhub. So you've had to up your production value. Busted. <laughs> yeah. Trust Come, me. No. Coming soon to um, Pornhub channel near you. A special Daisy Pornhub series. <laughs> Happy Bob's only fans. <laughs> and and um, the other big thing that, um, that you're known for by people, um, and you've had some really big names get involved in it as well, is your True Colors events. What yeah, was the inspiration yeah, really, for that? Really good. Um, so I've been putting those events on for a couple of years now. I think I've been doing like two a year. Um Everyone asks me to put them on once a week or something, but I've been trying to keep them special, I think. Um, and also, it's it's not too... I kind of got it down to a fine art now, but when I I think I put the first one on, it's, it takes a lot of effort, kind of... Because um, I do it all. I do all the map and all the marketing of it and the promotion. And, and, and I think... Um, after I think the, did the first one, and I'm always tweaking and trying to make them better for the next one and next one next one and i think a lot of that is community feedback people watching it people playing in them um so i'm, I'm continually changing so we, again it's it's it, the format's changed slightly since the very first one but it was it was a kind of no one was really doing um sort of pvp type, there was a couple but there was no one there was no real pvp type events out there a couple of years ago um and we all have the survive, you know, the survivor game, the original survivor games and things like this. But I wanted to do something that still kind of felt natural to Daisy, uh, was team based. Um, again, I've got another video. I don't know if you just want to sit here and watch two no, more videos, do. but happy to, mate. This, <laughs> this is this is it, your time. We're focused right. on you, mate. And if it's something you want to share with us, we'll watch it, mate. Because I it's, I love what you do. Um, but okay. the other thing I was going to say is one of the things I love about True Colors is it's not just for streamers and content creators. It's not just a cool no. kids club event. It's anyway. No, it's, it's it's always been a. I've always wanted it to be a like where Survivor Games was. You know, streamers and things like that. Yeah, I think to be honest, the next one I'm going to do. It, it was great. So I think the last few times we've had like. 30 odd people streaming it on Twitch on a Sunday afternoon when I put them on and to see that cat and it doesn't matter if you're at the top or down the bottom it doesn't matter I just wanted people sharing this yeah. on Twitch so I think for the next one I'm gonna try and get as many people that stream Daisy to play in the event this time but I'm gonna keep places open as well for people that don't stream just in the community but I think the whole idea was I didn't want and the teams are completely random as well so I People sign up for the event. There's a waiting list. Um, and then I draw random teams of, uh, so it's eight teams of six, six teams of eight. I can't remember. It's, it's in the video. Um, 
randomly drawn. So you could be, and I, I love the idea of, you know, not, no one really gets to play with some of their Daisy heroes or, you know, the people they admire. So you don't, you know, it's not the average Joe playing with Paul, you know, Running Man or Tope or Minder or Lottie or whoever it is, OG. And I love that idea of you could be in a squad with them and get to play with them, the people that you watch every day, every week. Um, so I, I find that really, I thought that was just a really nice touch. So I, I do that and nobody knows who's on their team to start with. Everyone spawns. Uh, along the coast somewhere um they know what color they are they spawn in with their colored backpack um it's changed slightly over the years so before they would spawn with an arm a colored armband and a colored backpack um a few bits and bobs in the thing now we're kind of doing it because it's very time-based as well you need to be at a certain point on the map um at a certain time and you're locked to that area for like 15 minutes and then you move you've got an hour to get to the next place so um, so we've put we've got people have now spawning with a watch, so they have a little watch timer on their screen if they want it. Um, they get a compass, they get a map, um, so they know where they've got to be. Sorry, they know where they've got to be. It's up to them to get to those areas on time. Um, yeah. And as as they're moving through the map, all of a sudden they'll see other players of different color, you know, different color backpacks. They might see one of their teammates as well who they don't know, and they'll meet them, chat with them, and then they'll go looting together. Um, there's no Discord, there's no TeamSpeak, it's all in-game comms, mm-hmm. um, which keeps it really sort of intense as well, because when yeah. you get broken up from from your teammates. Something I did introduce a couple of events ago was in the Phase 1 area, there's, there's some team barrels, um, and you've got 15 minutes within that phase um, to get to that barrel if you want, and there's some radios in the, in the barrels, for instance. There's no radios across the map, but there's some... There's some radios in your team barrel. There's also, there's a really nice, whether you, whether it fits in the Daisy world or not, I, I don't, I'm not sure, but for an event, it's quite nice. So the airdrop mod. So there's a there's a flare in the barrel as well that the teams have an opportunity to loot that if they want, but it's obviously risky, um, uh, which they can call in at any point later in the, you know, in the event, which could spawn in some meds or some armor or some ammo or things like that. So it's, it's quite cool, but it's it works really well. Game comms only works really well. Um, not knowing who's in your team is quite exciting. Um, yeah, it's good. But I'll, I'll, I'll play you a little video I did a couple of years ago, I think. That kind of gives a premise of what it is. Looks a little bit framey, but uh, you'll get the idea.
So we have like a first phase pistols only. So it's, yeah, so it's like a um, three zones. You get 90 minutes to loot up. Um, yeah, 90 minutes to loot up, no PvP. First zone is pistols only. Um, sometimes the first zone is the first time you, you meet all your teammates for the first time and you're, you're sharing loot and, you know, making sure everyone's got pistols and things. Um, survive that round and then you've got 60 minutes to get to zone two. But then it's all guns, all PvP, you know, PvP at all times then. Um, and it gets down to the last zone. Um, yeah, and one winner, one one colour team that wins. Um, they're really exciting. Everyone seems to love them. They're really good. They're really good fun. One of the things I love the most, though, is um, how much fun you have doing it. Because having done events um, in the past myself, uh, back, you know, in years before, we could mod stuff in and all the rest of it. Even with that, you, this sounds like quite a complex event. So there's a lot of um, setup that happens uh, beforehand, and that can be very stressful. But it seems that once the event starts, like I, I think I've featured a couple of clips in my um, DayZ plays or best moments of DayZ ones where I think it was Mr. OG or Wicked. Um, and just the joy in your voice, mate. It was so beautiful to watch that after all that work, you could just sit back and relax and enjoy commentating the event and yeah. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I think that was that was a good one. We did a winter one on um I think it was it was Chinaris we did a winter one. That would have been last winter, last last year. And I think that was the it was wicked. I think he came over the brow of a hill and there was like four players from another team yep. which he hadn't seen and they just absolutely mullied him. But yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. And we do the so when I I I have two people doing camera view throughout and that's broadcast on twitch so they can watch uh watch it all unfold um and when i die i switch to like uh the camera view as well and broadcast uh the end of it but it's great man everyone's you know it's it's super intense everyone's like shaking afterwards and yeah yeah it's, it's such good fun it's such good fun because as much as I love hardcore survival, I still enjoy, you know, I've, I've been playing the Battle Royale mod. Sadly, because of where these uh, events are done, it's not really something that I'll be able to ever partake in myself because, you know, being in Australia, our time zone just fucking hates the rest of the world. Uh, but it's, it's great seeing stuff like that done. And it's a credit to you for not just doing it, but sticking with it. You know, there's, there's lots of little events here and there, but this is like a regular event, and it definitely needs, and you wondered why I have you on. This is one of the reasons why we wanted you to come on, mate, because you're doing stuff that deserves 
a spotlight. There are so many others, like I said out there, uh, sort of like I said earlier, mate, you, you give back more than you take from the Daisy community. There are so many people out there who just take, you know, they're, they're, and there's nothing wrong with that. People have got bills paying all the rest of it, but it's great to see someone who is, you know, it's kind of, yeah, karma, what goes around comes around sort of thing, but it's a beautiful thing to watch, mate. And if we can shine the spotlight on you, your event, your server a little bit more, then, you know, Brim and I are both happy to do something like that, aren't we, buddy? Definitely, yeah. Like I say, I've I've not had a chance to jump on a on a true colours event yet. Uh, but like I say, I've done the done the death squad thing. That didn't end well for me. But then that was I was fully expecting that to be the case going in. I was not expecting to live more than five seconds. So yeah, like like Boydie said, you know, you're you're sort of without sort of trying to blow smoke up your backside, so to speak. You know, you are sort of one sort of well known to be one of the sort of nicest and top sort of top humble guys in the community and i think i think the issue we get with not just the daisy community but the gaming community as a whole is to a degree it can get quite toxic and it can be quite you know quite crappy so it's nice to it's nice to be able to shine a light on on someone and on a server and on an event that that cuts that out completely there's none of that you know so to try and focus on that especially with the you know the year everybody's had at the moment you know with everything going on to be able to shine that positive spotlight you know and, yes. and add that little bit of good shit in the world is i'm, I'm all for it definitely yeah no, i appreciate it i appreciate it guys it's it is i think i think it is twitch twitch and they you know i, I found daisy through twitch like you know i started playing daisy back in 2014 i think and i I found Daisy through Twitch. Um, you know, got my first PC because of Daisy. Um, yep. You know, I I always used to, I you know brought up on console and things like that. But um, but Twitch is always always and to a degree Daisy been all about the community. The community and people are nothing. Uh, uh, Twitch is nothing without those people. Yes. Um, and you know, I I do. I know I know what you mean. I I think you know like on the design side and things I know how important I always said, I always said, I can't, I don't stream. I stream like two days a week. Uh, that's all that's it. And it's, you know, um, I'm really, I guess, proud to where I've got to in terms of my stream and things like that, streaming two times a week as a part-time sort of little hobby. But, you know, it, it's never been about success or anything. It's been about having a good time and just having kicking back after work and having a good time. But, but I, with the design side, so, I know, I know, I always said, if I can't stream lots and lots and lots, I'll try and make my stream look professional, sound professional, you know, whatever it is, give the best experience I can for the eight hours, you know, uh, 16 hours a week I do. And I do, I do others as well. I take time off work and stream in the day sometimes. But, um, and I think knowing how important sort of like your brand is and, you know, how your stream looks and that I, you know, I do, I have done a lot of people work for people across Twitch. You know, I've done OG's branding, you know, his whole channel. I did Lottie's Karma Crew logo. I did that. You know, I, I, I do, I do tons of stuff like that. Um, some, sometimes not paid, sometimes just doing it cause I can do it quickly, you know, and I know that it'll make, you know, a difference to someone, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just like, on I like that, being mate, part of the community and that. I still remember what you did for me and I'll never, ever, ever forget that. Um, you know, when I was at my lowest of low, when my little bird died and you managed to fix that picture up and 
it's now on his little memorial that we had made for him and you just you're a good man mate um a lot of people myself included can learn from someone like yourself um who just uh, I, I don't think you've been involved in a single fucking drama in the daisy community mate it's a you're a rare Life's breed too short. Too you're a short, rare breed <laughs> you're the you're the exact opposite of us at this point <laughs> you, you're in no drama and we're in the thick of every single fucking bit of it at the moment yeah, it's all Ben's fault. That's why he hasn't been here. Fucking drama queen he is. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have you got anything else on the go that we should know about before we start moving on to the topics tonight? Um, just more thing, but you know, we're spent. Oh yeah, quite. In- we're going to talk about experimental anyway, but we're we're setting up a zero experimental server at the mo- well. Mm-hmm. It's almost there now. We there's so much, so much new difference in the the latest patch and that we're kind of we're setting that up i guess we're gonna yeah we're gonna let people play in it but we're gonna we're putting in our zero which it's it's a tricky thing to do but you can do it you adding our zero um modified uh files our our mods and our configs and stuff putting it into the 1.10 world at the moment and just seeing we'll talk about balance and stuff like that later i'm sure but just Hmm. seeing because on on zero we haven't gone to the 109 um cle at the moment we've it's it's tweaked anyway to make progression feel worth it and to make people um make bone knives or, or whatever it is you know maybe there's less yep. knives uh, you know and stuff like that or it's, it's, it's like this progression of finding things but um we haven't gone to the 109 because i'm still not convinced over the two-day despawn uh thing at the moment so we've, we're still on kind of 108 i tweaked 108 which is working really well for us on on zero um it's keeping it's keeping things flowing and you know you never but um we're gonna we're starting to t- mess around with uh, the experimental settings at the moment see because i think experimental is not it's, it's good and it's not far there it needs some adjusting it needs some balancing and we're going to do a little bit of that in the background with some of our stuff to see if we can get it mm. you know how we think it should be but so we yeah. got that going on we got some new custom items coming to our zero servers we're building some more we really like the you know the way that windstride did the the skull masks and things like that crafting out of skulls that looks so we, good. we think it, it does look good so we're thinking of okay what is in the game that would make sense that would look spooky or whatever so we're I think we we've been doing some um the emperor fox who's with and digi blast are the two guys that are working out all the i'm doing all the kind of the visuals and the textures and the look of them um and then sending it over to those guys and they've been putting it into the game but um we've been looking at a way that you know when you if you kill a stag for instance in the game you get the horns from them so we're putting in stag horns into the game and then you can use those horns to make some different things so if you combine the horns with some bark that you've cut you get this really cool sort of um I don't know what the I don't know what the word would be, but it's it's it, this mask sort of thing. So it's bark with like the antlers coming out the top as well, which looks quite spooky. It's quite dark and quite um uh, spooky looking. So we're working on that. That's almost done. Um, we're looking at some some more items for leather as well. That was that was really interesting. So we had been working for about a week before experimental come out about putting the level craft leather crafting back in. And uh, the day we put it back in, that's when the experimental went live. So that was quite funny. But um, it's ours is slightly tweaked, um, but we might bring it in line with, because I don't have any base building or bases or barrels like that and nails on a server. So 
you used to be you used to have to tan leather in or pelts in mm. um in barrels didn't you so i don't think you need to do that now in in experimental no. it's just guard garden lime i think so we might bring ours in line with that so there's there's still uh, a commonality with vanilla but we've got the more than just the we've got the leather jacket the pants the hat uh the vest um you can dye the items on our server with stones or um oak bark or birch bark we're working on a, a kind of slightly dirty sort of green leather as well where you use plant material um kind of rub it <laughs> think about rubbing plant material all over the leather to to turn it like a, a green color so we got that coming really soon um we're still tweaking the armor system that we've got the the um the bespoke one what we've done because we were kind of getting a bit sick of you are dead all the time with one taps um even if you're wearing yes. armor you know it's the you are dead it's not like, oh, christ i just remembered you know back in the day when unconscious states would lead to so much more yeah longevity and interaction yep. and things like that so we've gone in and rebalanced uh what armor can take so we've been playing with the shock damage and stuff like that so do you have a website for your servers and that yes yeah 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 uh happybombs.net uh if you go there it's got the the zero servers on there it's got true colors it's got the death squad thursdays um kind of put it all on there we've got a discord for zero as well um but yeah we're still tweaking that it's working really well we're getting we're knocking people out unconscious uh, a lot more. We've we've designed a concussion grenade as well. So rather than just always um, sort of fatal grenades killing you, we've we've based it on the flashbang, but we've tweaked the value. So if you throw, you know, if there's two people camping inside a house or something, you can lob this concussion grenade through the window. It goes off. They drop unconscious for thirty seconds. You go in, time up, you know, do what, do whatever you need to do to to, to extend that interaction. Uh, they're working really, they're really well. I, I don't think there's, I haven't seen anything like that on Daisy. There might be something out there. I'm not hot on mm -hmm. all the mods, but um, it's definitely, it's a really cool little thing. This little concussion grenade we've designed. So we're just, we're just working on a lot of things like that and taking, taking feedback all the time. I'm a big believer in, you know, I'm, I'm building a, a, a server or servers that I think, that I think are well balanced, um, but also fun. They're not. They're not hardcore. They're not. You know. They're not Doug. They're not your. You know. Your type servers or anything. There's, there's people out there doing that sort of thing. But it's. It's not heavily modded. They're lightly modded with some tweaks in there that make progression and adventure and PvP, all those kind of things that I love about Daisy, um, feel good. And there's there's a really good community on there. Everyone's using radios. They're chatting. It's it's just really good fun. There's there's new people finding the servers and there's people going to pick them up in cars and take them around the map and it's just really good times at the moment. And Do you, you have know, the party bus on up. your server? We took them out. We took them out because they were. Uh, I think that's that's the thing as well. We only had two heli. We had two helicopters from the expansion mod on as well. And it's I'm I'm at that point now with I guess with expansion as well is. What other things in expansion that I did like a little poll on the Discord? Like, what are what are the things on the server at the moment that you like, and what what would what, what wouldn't you miss? Um, and I'm kind of tweaking things like that. So, you know, do we? I'd love. I know the expansion team are working on a vehicles or a helicopter mod separate from all the other expansion stuff. So um, that'd be interesting. I'd be probably interested in that. But 
But yeah, not too not too many crazy modded vehicles. Well, that's it. We've got the two helicopter, two little birds on the server. Um, and that's it. But yeah, it's it's just I'm just having real good I'm having fun with the the servers, man, and the building mods. Um I'm starting to work with I'm not I don't really know the modding community that well. But, um but I've reached out to a few people and they've put me in uh, you know in contact with some people and like hell Kiana, she's going to help me um I want to do more bespoke things for the Death Squad Thursdays as well. So every all the Death Squad members have a um, a custom magnum which they carry which doesn't spawn in the world um if you kill one of them and go and manage the loot one you you know you get this gun which is not there i'm gonna do um like cards and this really beautiful little leather pack as well so they're going to be you know the death squad will be carrying around bespoke little like playing cards as well so they become collectibles uh on the night yep. um which people can collect and put in like a little pack so i'm um, yeah working with her um Claire, you know, uh, Inclement Dab, I've, I'm working on something with him for the True Colours. So I'm working on a damage mod for, for True Colours where, because like I said, you need to be in a zone for a, a certain time of things. So I'm working with him on something, a damage system. So if you're not in that zone on time, you're going to start taking damage and you will die. Because at the moment, the mods for the event are kind of flying around and making sure, you know, if anyone hasn't made it to a zone on time, they're disqualified you know and they get king. so i want to build i want to make something that's more uh more like to the Royale, event. So, uh, style yeah uh, so you know they yeah and which i think if we can get that working he thinks he can do it um that will be really cool because then we you know it's, it frees up more time to just watch the action and things like maybe that, get so. in contact with keegan holland um the guy doing the battle royale mod um he may be able to help you with that because he's got the circles um obviously with yours it's a bit different his is um random yours is set circles but he would be a good point um if you don't know who he is um i'll send you through his contact details after yeah, this um and he would be um someone who might be able to help you as well because he's got yeah. the damage tick system that slowly increases the further on in the game and yeah okay yeah i, I need to i need to check that battle royale uh mod out and it's fun go on it but yeah 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 it's good though man it's good you know we like i said this week um emperor fox has been doing some of the zero modeling on on his stream and we've been like like i said i don't really know the modding community that works i'm i'm just a player <laughs> um but we've been getting people coming in and helping out, you know, people that have been using the the Daisy object builders and things like that for like 10 years or, or you know, uh, in, in terms of 3D modeling in those sort of environments and things like that. Not necessarily the object builder, but, you know, helping us out on stream and that. And it's just so cool. It's just so cool. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's, it's turning into a real, real community project. Um, oh, the sneakers as well. That's a, that's a cool little thing. I've been putting in um, community sneakers in Daisy as well um for people that play on the server and support the server and things like that so i've i got a couple of little pngs i can quickly show i know we only need to move on but no podcast goes as long as the podcast goes for or until granddad boydy over here passes out and needs his yeah. bed yeah
I think me and Boydie can both agree, and I think a lot of people in the community, I would imagine, can agree that the the system you've implemented for the armor and making it so it's you know He's you're more knocked out rather than just dead is is something we've all kind of wanted for a for a very long time. Yeah, it's. I just, I just, you know, we're we're getting that with broken bones now. Possibly, it's going to slow people down, and you know, the unconscious when they get um, when they get hit and that. But I just, I just, I've had I, we, you know, people that used to play back, you know, years ago on Daisy, just that knocking people unconscious and and continuing that interaction and stuff is so much more exciting and fulfilling. You know, you don't have to kill everyone all the time, and just that you are dead back on the coast it just gets a little bit boring sometimes <laughs> um oh there's the there's a zero magnum with like the custom um that's nice skull the skull grip i'm gonna yeah uh we've got like 1911 in there as well with, that's very nice cool. and who's designing all uh, these you or is someone else designing yeah, me for you? yeah no i'm doing wow. all this i'm doing all this uh little camo mose in as well which we wanted something a little bit different from the normal vanilla one. Um, yeah. Uh, Gorka stuff, like some different uh, camo Gorka, like a dark grey, a dark green. A lot of this, a lot of this stuff already exists in mods, um, but I'm just kind of keep keeping the mod list down and just doing it myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, like nice sort of aged Blaze B95s, Winchesters. We've got a Zero Brain Buster baseball bat. <laughs> as well yep uh camo svd anyway um yeah so i've been doing like um community sneakers as well for people so um people that play on the server again it's just a fun little thing it doesn't give you any benefit <laughs> at all but um they're just cool little collectibles Maybe. as well that are on, that are on the server um, bombs sneakers, yeah ish, survivors yep uh, fly survivors trucko just some like kind of different i like i like that bloody hand print on the gas yeah. mask thing. that's pretty cool are, the, are, those, are those concussion grenades going to be something that you might upload as a like a public thing for anyone to put on their servers so i know i know a handful of people especially someone like uncle ray ray that would make very very good use of that and annoy a <laughs> yeah. lot of people yeah I, we haven't really thought about it we're just kind of doing it for the server i didn't didn't really think anyone would be interested in a lot of the stuff that definitely doing, but definitely um Just you know, just like the wooden handled machetes with like blood, you know, or, yeah. or they're just a little bit aged and stuff. They just they just look pretty cool. And uh, this was Livonia, so the the shooting range in Livonia. I added like a little military camp, um, a reason to go down south. You know, I know that there's yeah. military areas, but there's lots of chunks on Livonia which there's nothing going on. Um, there's a helicopter spawn as well, but. The community sneakers thing is really fun. Everyone's like out looking for each other's and <laughs> it's really good. I think that's a great way to reward people as well. That's that's good. That's a very, very good idea, mate. You know, it's a, not just uh, for the creators, but for anyone of note, you know, people who are yep. loyal to the service, supporters and all the rest of it. And just a little way of, you know, it costs you bugger all, just a bit of time and you've got the skill to do it. So you're not having to pay someone to do them for you. So why not? Yeah, exactly. Helps exactly. create that community feel. But no, like people in chat, uh, Vox, Vox is there saying those con uh, concussion grenades would be ace. 
Nice. All right. I want a couple of them for work tonight, I think. <laughs> Get the strange feeling on a Saturday night, I'm going to fucking need them. But the big thing, mate, uh, was like you said, with that uh, adjustment you made to uh, the bullet damage, because it's something that I've been harping on for ages now, that it just sucks that it. it's pretty much 99% of the time it's just insta-death. Um, there's very little concussion. And, yeah, that was a, a brilliant move by you guys um, uh, to do that. Yeah, it's very crude what we've done. You know, it's not perfect. You, you can still shoot through arms into into. It's it's interesting. You know, we've been testing things like that, but you know, you can shoot through the arm and it will go then go into the into the plate and then out the other side and things. But, but that's if a it's, bit realistic. Yeah, yeah. But if you're hitting center mass in the plate carrier, you know, we've we've kind of done it as well. So plate carrier, as you expect, is is like let's let's do it in tiers. Tier four, for instance, top tier. We've then done the the high capacity vests, which are probably called something else now, which because they're kind of military spawn, we think, okay, maybe they've got a little bit of armor value to them. So then that's the kind of next tier. Then you've got press vest, um, and then you've got the stab vest as normal. But, you know, a and the same with the helmets as well. Helmets, we've tweaked those. But So a, a shot into the plate carrier with a 308 or a 7.62.54, which, you know, they're the most powerful rounds in the, gun, in the game. You'll tank one um, into the plate carrier. Second one will knock you unconscious. Third one will kill you. Um, so you've got you've got a chance with a plate carrier to to get up. Mm. You know you're going to take a bit. You're going to take a you're going to take some damage as well. But it's it's more you'll knock unconscious and, and it's like we did we did the death... reward. Um, you know, yeah, carrying we... the plate carrier reduces your stamina. So it rewards someone for loot for the loss of the stamina, which at the moment it's just not really there. Um, you can still insta die wearing a ballistic helmet and a bloody plate carrier, whereas your system is much better. It Okay, so you're taking yeah. the risk by not being able to sprint in that. So here's your reward of an increased chance of survival. Yeah, and a helmet, a helmet, a hit to the helmet will knock you unconscious rather than kill you instantly. Mm. Um, and then the, you know it, it gradually goes down to the high capacity vest. That's one shot, and you're unconscious. Two yep. shots, you're dead. So it, it kind of tears down like that. But yeah, it's, it's very crude, but um, it's. It works, and like you know, we did the death squad Thursday, just gone, and I was in the death squad that week. Some weeks I'm not in them. I, I let the community set the death squad up, you know, and I'm one of the hunters, and you know, we're all out getting them. Um, but yeah, I got into a fight, got hit in the chest, dropped unconscious, got up. I was half, you know, yellow health, but I had a chance again, and then I had to make that choice of, okay, I know there's two people over there, they don't know I'm here. Do I go and risk taking them on, or do I just fall back and heal? I decided to take them on and I took another shot and I was dead, you know. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a crude little system, um, but it works. It works well so far. It's cool. Good. Very, very happy, mate. It's amazing stuff you guys have been doing there. Um. Okay. So we will start moving on with um, some of the topics tonight. Um, and I did want to do a quick shout out to Daisy Prevail hosting an event. <clears throat> I'll bring it up on the uh, website here. So we've got, got to love that Aussie internet. <coughs> so sign up um, discord.com for this week's D-Day style event on Saturday the 24th. So that'll be in the next few hours, I'm guessing. Um, where, how long till 8 o'clock in London, Happy? 
Uh, four, four hours, hours is it? Yeah. yeah. Four hours. So in about four hours' time, they're doing an event. So if you want to, I'll put the link in chat, folks. Um, D-Day style event sounds interesting. Nice. I've got uh, I've got Chris FPS in my chat as well, watching on the podcast. He's doing the event tonight. So yep. anyone that's in that event's going to have a bit of a uh, bit of an uphill battle, but. It's going to be, uh, it'll be a good one. I, it, it sucks that I have to work on a Saturday night. I, I, it's my entire career. It's what I've done for 10 years, but fuck do I start hating it at this point. <laughs> so many great events get put on on weekends when I'm the busiest I am, but ever am. You work on the, the door, don't you, Brim? I do for all my sins. <laughs> luck, luck, luckily with the whole COVID thing and, and the fact that pubs over here now are shutting at 10 o'clock at night, it's... Things aren't, you know, I'm not swinging punches half as often as I used to, so which I'm I'm quite glad of. But down yeah. on that Union Street, mate, I don't know. Oh, don't even go there. Don't even go there. I, <laughs> I'm the I'm the other end of town from Union Street. I refuse <laughs> to go down there. Thank God for that. I'm a West yeah. Country boy myself as well, mate. Yeah, no, you ain't catching me on Union Street. Well, not without not without my own zero fucking plate carrier, anyway. <laughs> Damn that. So yeah, we have got. Um, 1.10. What do you guys call it? Wobo put out his little poll. What do you guys call it? I call it 1.10. Yeah, I think I've been saying that so far. E- either that or weirdly enough, 1.10. It's, it's, it's always either 1.10 or 1.10. Yeah. I, I, I never called it 1.10 and it feels weird. It, feel, it kind of gives me like a little like a creeps like, oh, I don't like that. Just saying 1.10. Yeah. Sounds horrid. I liked his uh, insulation, insulation. I think that's going to be my, <laughs> yeah. that's my new one, I think. <laughs> but um, it's definitely a uh, much more survival-focused um, patch there dropping on us, uh, Brim. Sorry? Definitely a much more survival-focused patch. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, when we ha- when we were we were blessed and lucky enough to have uh, Sumrak on the podcast a few months back, he was saying that he, you know he wasn't going to be trying to bring Namal Scout until the base game was where he needed it to be for yeah. Namalsk to be, you know, what he wants and his vision. So, you know, it's it's one of those where. It, it, it's kind of like it's good because I've I'm I've never really been into the sort of hardcore and the you know I'm very good at the survival in Daisy but it's never really been a huge thing for me but I've sort of come into that now and I've started doing a bit more hardcore a bit more vanilla style gameplay now and to see this you know coming up like this is really good like I say I think it needs a bit of tweaking with things like the broken bones and stuff and there's a few bits and bobs that need you know slight adjustments here or there but the fact that we've got all this now. You know, once this comes out, it, it just proves that that we are literally on the doorstep of Namalsk at this point. And I, I I think you'll be hard pressed to find anyone new or old, so to speak, in the Daisy community that that isn't immediately excited for you know for the next at least six months of this game. Yeah, it was almost too much to take in, wasn't it? I yes. I, I still don't think I've got to grips with everything but I, I remember the patch notes and i was just like holy shit and i, I i've you know, i had about i did three lives on thursday night on it um so i haven't found half the stuff but yeah there's a lot to go through how did you go surviving i had two two really rough lives um and one well so i died died the first time uh i, I think i spawned i can't remember where the first one is but i didn't find 
any food whatsoever. I, I looted. Uh, I was watching a bit of you this morning, Boydie. You're a lucky looter. You are. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, but I looted a whole of one tam, and I was really thorough. But uh, there was uh, there was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing, and I, w- I I died of hunger. I think second time I was in Solnichny, and I found a can of peaches, um, and somebody had. It was quite amusing around the pump in um, in. Solnichny people had people had dropped pumpkins, they had dropped cans, they had dropped rags. They clearly had nothing to open them with, so they were just dropping them around the uh, the pump. And yeah, I had a, I found I found the food, but I found nothing to open them with at all. The whole of town of Solnichny. And then my my options, you know, I wasn't going to make it to the Lena. I wasn't going to, and I died again. I died again. Next born, I got Solnichny again, so I knew that there was nothing in the town. I knew where my, it was a bit of a cheat, but you know, I had, my body was still there from like two minutes ago, which I knew I had a pumpkin and a and a, a can of peaches on. And I, I because I wasn't so low health because it was a fresh spawn, I managed to make it to the ne- a next set of uh, buildings up the road, town, um, and I found something to open them with. So I survived, and that character's still going. But it was, yeah, it was rough. Two two really rough lies with hardly any loot um, in the in the in the towns. But yeah, I did have well, an me... incredibly lucky um, spawn. Did you see how many knives I had there at one stage? Uh, Happy? Yeah, it was it was silly. It was silly. <laughs> you were like, "What's the what's the fuss? What's the fuss?" The, the, the worst part is though, I got into quite a scum, scuffle as I always do with people over it, and I was I was really hoping for. Um, yeah, at the beginning it was kind of funny. I didn't even know Adam was watching me, and I was like, "I swear to God, Adam's just trolling me now because he knows I've been having it out with people on Twitter about." But is it that hard? And they're all like, "You need to get in and try it." So I get in and try it, and it's like, "Is Adam just fucking with me?" Just so I can turn around <laughs> to these people and say, "What are you on about?" So they hate me even more. It was it was insane the amount of stuff I found. Like, I, th- I think I had like seven or eight knives at one stage there, but. Um, I, I put the tweet out, half joking, half being a cheeky bugger. Um, people saying there's no knives and a screenshot of my inventory with all these knives. And someone said, see, it's people like you who are the problem. And I went, mate, I fucking needed them because the knives are just burning out so quick. I have to agree. It's insane the rate that, what is it, two pieces of bark and you can burn out a knife from pristine to ruined. Yeah, yeah, completely. But then there's there's a lot more that it seems to be well, it's finding those items, but there seems to be more uses for other items now as well, isn't there? Like the, the shovel yes. and things like that. You can skin animals and things like that, but you still can't, you know, you can't cut them when you should be able to. But yeah, it seems like there's a few more uses for some other uh, some other items. But yeah, it's 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 tough out there at the moment. But see, that's the thing. It's weird. Like, I jumped onto Experimental the day after it got released just to, I was only had about two hours spare to just have a quick run around and see how we get on. And because they don't wipe experimental, I just jumped on and I still had a fully geared character from the last experimental. So I already had, I literally had a cooking pot and a frying pan full of cooked meat and fat. So I was just like, right, well I'm fucking golden. So I, I, I kind of want to throw the question out to you guys and to the community in the chat there as well. <laughs> the one saying cheating, yeah. but you know, it's 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 like in that situation. If I throw this question out to everyone, if you're in that situation, 
do you do you like foxy says i kill myself every does everyone do that because i can't bring myself to do it i look at that gear and i just go i'm not fucking wasting this i can't bring myself to do it i would i think i would genuinely cry if i did it i genuinely think i, I would I be boring this patch you should have because it's a more survival focused patch where the, yeah the key is getting that start off the coast uh, but for a patch that's just, you know, maybe some vehicles and guns and a couple of minor features, no, because you want to get out there. Like, in your case, you could argue, well, no, I wanted to try and find a vehicle um, so that I could try and uh, damage it and repair it again. Um, it depends on what you want to do. So there's no right or wrong answer. It's just um, everyone's saying you're wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Depends what you use experimental for, isn't it? If it's If it's more test... Personally, I use it to find the new things, to test yes. things, and I don't put too much care into the character as such. You know, it's, it's all about finding the new areas and stuff. But yeah, I, no, I, I started as a freshie as well. Yeah, see, for me, experimental is just, it's just something different to the everyday. Like, if I was to play Daisy seven days a week, I would say five to six out of those seven days i'm on a on a relatively modded servers you know i don't have to worry so much i'm not gonna die on the coast unless someone kills me you know the survival is not particularly difficult so that that one day where i get to go on experimental check out all the new stuff and thing i, th I think i don't really you know I, I, I can't bring myself to to start fresh sometimes like on, and it is like, like I say, it's just that that different sort of way of different way of playing for from my norm. So I, I kind of, I I couldn't help. I was just like, I'm not. I can't drop myself. I can't get rid of this gear. As much as Uncle Ray Ray now says he, he I'm now dead to him. And he doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll make I'll make it up to him at some point. But yeah, I I could not. As soon as I spawned in and saw I was in full military gear and looked at me, I was like, there's no fucking way that I can waste all this gear in the middle of a field and start fresh. Not a chance. I like what Digiblast says. I always test if the guns work on other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even the, even this patch, mate, where there's no new guns, you're still making sure they're all working. Tip top. Yeah, you got to be careful of him. Stay away from Severograd. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, Foxy's saying, I'm disappointed flare guns do no damage to people or zombies. I thought it did a little bit of shock damage in a video I saw. I haven't seen anything. I know I, I saw, I can't remember whose video it was. I think it might have been Rav Plays where he, he did um he was shooting the living shit out of a zombie with uh, with a flare gun and that zombie was just looking at him like what are, what are you even trying to do like it just didn't care and I, I would like to see some sort of system where for something like a flare gun you do some sort of like burn down like temperature damage like when you stand too close to a you know too close to a fireplace that's lit or something like that and lowers your health a little bit and does that in, you know that initial impact damage as well but adds that little bit more sort of immersion if you will to where because I, I would pretty much safe bet that if i got shot with a flare gun it's going to fucking hurt and i'm going to be a bit warm so I, I would like to see something like that implemented and yeah they did use the flare gun they oh, used sorry, to one shot you didn't they I, don't, I can't remember but i know they're you know they're in the expansion mod for instance and i i know i in one of the discords where i shot someone in the head with the flare gun um and it did kill them so They've got damage on, yeah, yeah. Whether it's going to tweak or not, you would expect them to do some damage, wouldn't you? If yeah. You got hit with a flare close range. Oh yeah. Well, it's basically like phosphorus. Um, the 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 temperature of them is extreme. So, I say it's a reason why it's uh, banned as a weapon from the military all over the world. 
Mm-hmm. It fucking hurts. But no, some really, really um, amazing things in there. Like I, I got to craft a shelter there at the end. I love that. I love that improvised shelter. They look amazing, don't they? They're brilliant. Absolutely. Do they have um? Brilliant. Do they have storage in them? Yes. Well, or not? I think it was eighty okay. something slots of storage, which may be a bit op depending on um, your service, um, because it is quite easy to make. Other than the fact that you know you got to go through a lot of knives, um, unless you've got gloves on to. Uh, break all those sticks up because you need a lot of sticks, 50 sticks and four short sticks, uh, sorry, four long sticks, um, then plus your leather or your um, tarp if you could find one. Um, we can't tweak that. Uh, we can tweak that. Happy Bombs just remove the storage, did you blast is saying? Or make them so they I would imagine. guns. I was going to say, I would imagine that there's quite a lot of things. I know there's lots of mods for like making storage items doubled and things like that so i would imagine it works the opposite direction to make you know vanilla storage smaller as well oh and joel's um saying in there and foxy's elaborating you don't always need the sticks um you need four long sticks and then two tanned leather or one tarp um and you can still make one i just liked the improvised uh, shelter i just thought it looked fucking awesome i think they I think they look awesome, but I can't see myself actually. Like once the the the, the experimental becomes stable, I can't see me actually really making use of them for my for my gameplay style. Even with my my love of base building, I I don't think I would ever actually make use of one apart from just to go. Oh well, there you go. It's a new thing. I've made it now, and then leave it. I like the idea of a few of them around the you know if, if outside of towns or stuff when it's raining and you need to get in. Yeah. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do shelter you from the rain or not, but that idea of just taking some cover for like five, ten minutes or something. I think they do. I think um, Helkiana and Adam were using one um, when I was watching them on stream uh, this morning. Yeah, they do shelter you from the rain, Foxy's saying. I'm glad of that because I remember, I remember a little while back, probably over a year ago now, there was a there was a situation where... I think there was a lot of tent, like car tents and stuff, weren't weren't sheltering you from the from the rain at all. It was just coming straight through. So it's nice to see that they've actually done something where they can they can actually make that a little bit more, you know, realistic, so to speak. Yeah, the the amount of storage, like Mister Nobody saying, is was a bit of a surprise to me. Um, I thought it wouldn't be much more than a crate, to be honest, or maybe you can attach a crate to it and that's your storage for it because it's not really a storage um, thing, more of just a shelter. But, yeah, that's probably, that's probably the feedback I'd give to them on that. Um, the leather backpack looks bloody good again. Did they? Yeah. Does anyone know if you can te- uh, dye them, though, or is it just the one default colour? I don't think that's in yet. Okay. Well, there's a mod for someone. Um in the meantime, zero generous. We've already got it. <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. Happy bombs.net. <laughs> I'll say. I think he might actually be the first guest that's freely done that as well. Most people are just like, <laughs> I don't want to do it. People are so shy and like, I don't want to self-promote. And we're always like, just do it. Self-promote. That's what you're here for. Exactly. Only on zero. Only on zero service. Um, what yeah, else no one else there? has allowed it. Forgive me. Forgive me. I like that they're making. Garden. Sorry, I, I like that they're making. They're giving 
old items that had like no use, more use now as well, like the epoxy to repair parts of vehicle chassis, mm-hmm. the car engine repair with a pipe wrench. That pipe wrench looks fucking mean as well. Um, I would love. I can't wait. I give it maybe another week before Asmondian is suddenly on Twitter again, and we yes. just get another one of those graphics of here's all the weapons and here's what the damage they do. Because I want another. That pipe wrench looks like it will really hurt. So I, I'm hoping that it's not quite as powerful as the shovel and the sledgehammer, but I would like to see it sort of, you know, somewhat close because it looks like it should do a shit ton of damage. Yeah, I found one on Thursday. I was so happy. It was like when I saw the splint again for the first time when I made one. I was like, oh, we're back yeah. in. We're back in. <laughs> but yeah, it's huge, isn't it? That pipe wrench is huge. What else they got there? Um, clothing items will now have an indicator for their insulation value. Um, I did ask Adam in his stream um, um, about whether they would ever go down the line of like the long dark with layering clothing, and he succinctly said no. So that's kind of disappointing to me, mate. But then again, he's told me no on something before and then done it. Um, so, you know, who knows? Um, they don't like to give away really what they're doing, their future plans are. But I would love to see layered clothing, you know, so you could put a raincoat over the top of a shirt or something like that. And um, But, yeah. We shall see. I we think it's see. good as well. I think it's good that they're adding in that that more survival mechanic. I like that they're making it so you know exposure to wind will make your character freeze more. Forest can provide cover, you know, and then going up in you know if you go the further north, like if you were to go to Tissy, you're going to freeze your tits off and things like that. You know, I I love that they're adding that in and making it so that the clothing actually has sort of more use for warming values. It's really going to make people have to stop and think. Right? Am I going to pick up this military jacket that's thin and cold but has a you know 50 storage slots or am i going to pick up this little wool jacket that's only got 20 inventory slots but it's going to stop me freezing to death in 20 minutes i think it's going to make people stop like you say as well as with like the broken bones and things i think this patch is really going to slow the game down and make people have to really survive and think rather than just you know infinite sprinting god knows where and and you know heading straight into pvp every five minutes it's with the backpacks isn't it i love i still the improvised backpack still one of my favorites i think the profile and the look of it and that but you know it gives you no heat value at all whereas a a mountain backpack huge gives you heat value so it's you know you're making more decisions now on in based on your status as you know character status and things and that's not that big of a deal on a third-person server, but on a first-person server, carrying that mountain backpack obscures your vision behind you. You've got to actually turn yeah. to be able to look behind. Backpack full of heat <laughs> um, Food decay as well. That was brilliant. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I knew oh. you'd be down for that straight away, Boydie. Well, it's even just the thing of you find fresh um, human steaks, you know someone's been there recently, whereas if it's decayed, so I, I know, yeah, and we're going to talk more because the Running Man did a tweet about the uh, uh, despawn timers, but I love finding things like that because it, you know, um, I had someone once say to me that the PvP servers, people like the kill feed on there because it lets them know the server's alive. I understand that if you're of that mentality, but for me, 
A server is alive when you find evidence that someone has been there and finding things like a chopped up body or I would love even rubbish. I know it would be annoying for servers and that, but someone has a can of peaches and then the empty can doesn't just disappear. It ends up as something the person's got to make the choice of either throwing away into the bushes or if they drop it where they um, were, then you find this empty can. Yes, I, I would love to see more stuff like that. Um, so there's yeah. evidence of I'm on the trail of someone. You know, I found this here. And yeah, you know, the big one used to be the pieces of the paper at the Northwest Airfield. Oh, shit, someone's been through here, found ammo. And, you know, the 30-minute D-timer uh, or despawner. Um, so you knew it was in the last 30 minutes. So you, the hackles were raised on the back of your neck and you were on edge. Whereas, yeah, I, I, I love things like that things that give you a sign and then raise a question of, okay, it's, it's moldy meat, but does that mean it's like over the, the time that the food goes rotten or yes, yeah, just stuff to get the, to play mind games with you. And then the, I don't know what the mold, you know, if you cook, if you can even cook the moldy meat as well, but that, that decision of I'm going to die if I don't find some food in the next five minutes or something, do I risk, uh, cooking this mouldy meat and eating it and getting a little bit sick, yeah. but I can recover from it, or do I not? And but I was the same. I I came across um, human steak that was mouldy, and I was like, okay, so that's been there for a little time. And then further on, I found some that wasn't. So it was like, shit, that's happened in the last, you know, not not too long. Yeah. Um, items dry up over time when put on the ground or in a cargo space. Um, proximity to a fireplace is no longer required, but the area of a fireplace dries items faster. I actually got quite confused as well. I got that, um, oh, there we go, the heat buffer. Um, I had lit a fire and cooked some food and ran off, and I'm like, what's that plus symbol next to my temperature? So I said, oh, that's the heat buff from having been near a fire. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I noticed cooking meat in a house that... It was one of those. It was one of those uh, like red houses. It's only one story, but it's it's you know it's the the ones in most towns that's got like the set of stairs on each side yep. and the double yep. doors one side and what have you. And I was cooking in there, and I noticed that where I was stood in the fire, if I, if I got within ten feet of that fireplace, because of the the new mechanics with the you know every item of clothing, how you know helping with with keeping you warm and things like that. I noticed that if I went within ten feet of that fire, which I needed to, so I didn't burn my dinner, it uh, you know my temperature was just going up and up, and it, it got to the point where I actually had to literally just take my jacket off every time I wanted to just go and move them, you know, move the stakes around. So it needs tweaking. It needs tweaking. That's an issue. Yeah, but but at the same time, I quite liked it. But I would like to see more information on the whole food decays over time thing because i'd like to see someone someone in chat's a smart person and knows how to look into files and things and you know see what the actual timer is and different conditions and things and you know when you when you dry it versus cooking it versus keeping it you know because it says there like you know have the, the smoking slot to several types of fireplaces to dry the meat so it doesn't go moldy as quick but then i did that and then i tried cooking it and it just burnt so it's like you know do, how is it gonna how is that gonna gonna sort of stack up and affect people and yeah i did the same thing with the dried and someone was saying you need to put it in a pot with water again and it rehydrates it but i, I don't know if it's true but there's all those little things but it makes sense yeah, 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 yeah. said um no um, from what I remember, it's smoking it makes it, um, I think it lasts longer. 
because it's basically dried slash smoked, but there's a bug at the moment where it doesn't remove the salmonella from it. So See, I noticed that. I noticed that because I dried, I smoke dried some meat and I cooked some and I ate the cooked meat and everything was fine. But then I ate a bit of the dried stuff and I got the sickness symbol. But because it was experimental vanilla, I couldn't find out what sickness I had using the blood test kit. The one it saying, just, drying just... your food is the best way, the longest um, uh, lifetime, uh, according to game files. Yeah. I think the um, not using cooked food now as a heat source as well in your jacket and that that's great <laughs> yeah because that, that goes after time i think there's some again someone said that you can heat up rocks and things like that now and put them in your pockets but i can work out how to do it but you know if if there's more of that going on where you know you can you can heat other items up that will give you a bit more heat but it will it will run out over time but maybe a, yeah. a hot stone is not as much but yeah i think that's good they i think they definitely need to tweak the the settings for the um how quickly cooked meat cools down because like i say I, I did a bunch of cooking cooked a bunch of like venison steak and things like that and within i would say two minutes of taking it off the fireplace and putting it in you know back in the in the frying pan or whatever in my backpack it was it was stone cold again it had no temperature value to it even though the frying pan and the cooking pot and what have you still said over 200 degrees. So there's definitely some tweaks that need to go there, but it's, mm. I think it's definitely heading in the right direction. What do you think about it? You wouldn't put a fucking backpack that was, uh, uh, sorry, a frying pan that was 200 degrees into your backpack. It'd just melt a hole straight fucking through. <laughs> um, they added the uh, coastline, uh, the islands between Prison Island and um, Ostrog. Um, I was watching um, Sumrak and Helgiana. It's it's a nice little change. Something I haven't different. seen that yet. It, it looks it looks nice. There's nothing really major on those little islands. There's still a little bit of swimming you have to do or getting into the water, uh, but it's not that boring um, long swim or the need to add those great big ugly modded uh, bridges so people could just run straight yeah. over there. Um, I think it's 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 kind of like the 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 next best thing to a bridge. Yeah, essentially, island hopping. Um, yeah. punching now deals uh, damage to gloves and can cause bleeding to bare hands. Uh, that's a nice little change. I like that. Yeah. I love any little sort of quality of life improvement. Just random things like that. everyone's like, oh no, I want all the newest guns. I want all the best gear. I'm like, nah. Give me, the, give me the little insignificant things like that, and I will be happy. Yeah, me too. I like the um, visual effect to increasing shock damage as well. A little bit of blurring around the edge of the screens, but it's like blacking out of it, um, particularly prevalent when you break your legs. Um, but again, that was a nice little quality of life change, Happy. Yeah, completely. I, I, I'm, I'm the same. It, they're, they're small things, but they mean so much, don't they, from a, a visual yes. and a... They are, they are visual things, you know, but they all of a sudden you just feel a little bit more immersed. I, yeah, I love it. And the new visual heat haze brim. Did you get to check that out? I didn't know. I literally, like I said, I, I spawned back in fully geared, ready to go, and just had a run around for about half an hour because I was on a bit of a bit of a time crunch. But I've got the day to myself tomorrow, I think. So I'm going to have to get on and check all the new stuff out tomorrow. If you find a road flare, light it. It's probably one of the best ways. Or make a um, just a torch, um, an improvised torch, and light it. And the heat shimmer around it is brilliant. I heard someone say the really smart word for it, paradoxical bloody something or other. I can't remember what it was, but 
Yeah. Uh, us, a us a bit. I was gonna say that's a bit too intelligent for me. We'll stick to it looks lovely. That'll do. Yeah. So no, that that it's it's an amazing patch, um, but not everyone is um, happy with it. Um, now I put a tweet out. Um, um, I picked up on the little uh, Easter egg of, um, well, not really an Easter egg per se, but um, Pappy, do you remember the point five five patch? Yes. The great drought tough, of Daisy. Yeah. Um, and everyone was up in arms about how hard it was to survive. What do you get when you double 0. 0.55? 1.10. Double the pain. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's at least in 0. 0.55 you could apple glitch still. So that's what everyone oh, was God, doing, yeah. apple glitching on the coast to uh, get food and that. But um, uh, it... Probably uh, the first one I'll get into is uh, the running man. And I had quite a good conversation with him both publicly and in um, DMs with him. Um, but he put a tweet out um, about the central loot economy. Um, let me just bring it up. Uh, I, th I, think, I think he and a lot of others did make some very valid and very good points. But as usual, I noticed it was the same handful of people that just rather than giving constructive criticism a few of them were literally i just don't like this it's too hard now and it's the people like your running mans like your toprex like your minders who have got you know i can only imagine they've probably got 20 30 000 hours between them those lot and it's always seems to be those same handful of people that that love to have a nice bitch and moan as soon as a new update comes out and one thing doesn't go their way. And you would think that with the amount of hours they've got in, they could literally survive a fucking nuclear holocaust in this game by now. What do you think, Happy? Yeah, I, I like. I, I don't think this is this is not perfect at the moment, but it's it's the first iteration of one point. Uh, sorry. Uh... What's it called again? Insulation, insulation. Um, insulation, insulation. <laughs> so it's going to take some tweaking. Like I, I like I said on, I, I, I still, I, I'm, I'm with Paul on the loot economy stuff. I think, I, like I said on, on our, on our servers, we've, we've not moved it over to 109 yet. I still don't think it's quite right. Um, and that, not finding stuff because it's, you know, in the middle of a field for two days because no one else has found it. I think from a, I, when I was playing Experimental on Thursday, I liked the, oh, you know, I think I was going into Cabanino and all of a sudden there was, there was backpacks on the floor and there was jackets over here and there was, you know, it was, there was just crap everywhere from a, from a immersion visual point of view. You're like, okay, that's quite cool. But from a looting, I love looting in days, you know, it's, it's, 80% of the battle in, you know, or the, the game in Daisy half the time. And, you know, it, there's something very rewarding um, to do it. But when you're finding, you know, literally nothing or the, the basics to to get you on to that next point, it's where you can, you know, go a little bit further, go a little bit further. I think it's it's quite rough for me at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And, like, um, I will concede as well that um, the 48 hours for guns, um, is a bit over the top, um, and the, the 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 probably the the big thing is they went from thirty minutes, which was ridiculously too short, which basically encouraged loot cycling, and they bumped it out to forty eight hours, which is, you know, that's um, uh, meeting a chick for the first time and going straight for home base. 
Um, you just don't do that. That's just such a massive <laughs> leap of so speak wow. for yourself. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's there's got to be a happy medium. I like the change. Um, I personally haven't found it that hard, um, but I haven't played vanilla. Um, but I play on a server where the values are even harder than vanilla, um, and I still haven't found the issue of. Yeah, but I I enjoy the grind. It makes for boring gameplay, um, and that's something I said in a conversation with um, Toprek, because um, Toprek raised another issue um, with the fractures being too hardcore. We are already limping uh, when we have low health, and now we're also limping after a leg shot for a long time. PvP will become a pain, and Daisy will be all about hiding and healing. Please balance the fractures, nerf it. Chest shot equals limping, leg shot equals limping, head shot equals dead. From now on, I will be behind my arms. Honestly, Daisy is progressively turning from a spectacular action-packed survival game with elements of parkour into a slow, boring, healing-based game where everyone's going to be afraid of PvP. See? I'm afraid of PvP anyway. I'm shit. <laughs> so that's not going to change for me. I, I, I see where he's coming from. Um, and I replied to him before I'd had a chance to play it myself because, like, my understanding based on watching Wobo's video was that um, – um, oh, Running Man's here. How you doing, buddy? Uh, the feedback was on 1.09, and I really don't think it was bitching. I tested it for nearly two months before typing it. How is that bitching the first time I tried it? And that's what he said to me as well. Um, he did test for quite some time before he made his public post. Um, but um, – <clears throat> I just, I just worry that the direction that, uh, well, I don't know. See, I had someone message me, um, a very, very wise person, basically saying, Boydy, you need to understand that these people and the majority play different to you. You enjoy the, you know, people tell me uh, that my server is basically a BDSM, uh, masochistic uh, torture chamber, uh, and that's how I enjoy it. So I'm not struggling with these changes because I'm used to it. Um, and then when I finally got a chance to test it today, um, I had a dream run, um, which, you know, I, I don't know whether you know, everyone just said you, you've just been incredibly fucking lucky, you know, seven or eight knives um, and food. You know, pretty much every tree I went to, I found fruit just sitting there waiting for me to pick up. Sadly, I wasn't able to join the medium pop service because they were in the EU and I was getting pin kicked for, from them. Um, so I had to join a low pop server, but in my mind I was thinking if the issue with despawn timers is still there, then surely it should have still been there for me. The flow on effect of it, the lack of loot from people having been through there in the last twenty four hours, because there's a lot of people jumping on and testing it, and I just wasn't noticing it. But I'm going to play more of it so I can get a feel for where it's at and that. But it's just I just worry that with the changes that are coming that that clearly DayZ is going more survival focused. Um, is that going to be some? Is that a smart move for DayZ Happy Bombs? The majority of people don't play survival, like hardcore I, survival, I should say. Yeah, yeah, no, they don't. I think I like I like the survival elements of DayZ, and I think I think it's just a it's just a case now of of balancing. Um, I think I, I'm with Paul. I don't. It's not fun. <laughs> I'm not a masochist like you, Boydie, but it's not fun dying three, four times in a row 
because it's you know something you've not done wrong you know you're, you're checking every house you're checking all the area but there's just literally nothing there's nothing and i i it'd be interesting when you, you play a little bit more if you get any of those um experiences i think i think there's a little bit i it's it's balancing it, it's it's like i said it's if you can get some basics early on or, you know, you've got that chance of, okay, maybe it's not in your first town, but, you know, Chenaris is, and I think I'm with that as Paul as well, and not that I've played uh, much of the mouse, but I've seen the map, but the towns are very split apart. So if you find nothing, like I said, the other, uh, I did two lives. I did one in Solnichny where there was nothing, or I, I couldn't find anything to open a can or cut a pumpkin up with. And I was not going to make it to the next town or the next town. And I, I died. And the same for the next time, next run again. I think it's just a case now of working on those timers. I don't think the one timers are right at the moment. Uh, I don't think it's hard to fix. Um, Paul's and you know that that viewpoint from the the vanilla that that is what's being offered um, on those sort of servers. And you wanna you wanna experience. That's how Daisy want the game to be. That's how they do it. And Server owners will tweak it like we've done on Zero, for instance, um, to not make it easy, but make it enjoyable as well. At the same time, you've got that. You've got a struggle, but there's, you know, you've got a chance. You've got a chance. At the moment, for the, you know, the four lives that I did, I feel like I haven't got, <laughs> I had one life where I, I got lucky, and that was purely because I spawned in the same town where I just died, and I knew there was nothing there, so I was able to move on to the next area. But, um, I don't think it's a disaster, but I, it's not right for me at the moment. I think it's just it's now tweaking, and I think that's 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 experimental, isn't it? They hopefully they take feedback. We're finding these things. It's not going to be for everyone. Some people are going to love it. Um, I don't think it's far off. Is Adam using um, DayZ as a testing ground for yeah, Demolsk? That's that's what I thought. That's what I thought. It's almost like. Um, that is going to be tough and it's going to be built to be tough um super tough i'm wondering if i think when i when i played it and i think when i played 109 i i really could tell that adam was now in charge and you know this is what he likes and this is what and i wouldn't be surprised if this is this has been pushed to see what maybe not see what reaction is see how things feel you're not going to get it right the first time they obviously feel internally that it is it's worth playing at the moment and to get feedback, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see tweaks. Um, but this is, yeah, I, I, I think this is a good test bed for what the mouse is going to be. And the mouse might even be harder and that's fine. Cause it's, it's supposed to be like that. And it's a smaller map and you, you may have chances to get to places and find things slightly easier than Chinaris. Just reading the Running Man's comment. If you play experimental on any other server than UK03 or the DE server, uh, that could follow them. The loot should be easy, as you found, boy, mate, because there aren't players picking the loot up and moving it elsewhere. Yeah. the I don't know what the population is of the LA one, uh, but that was the one I had the best ping to, other than the Singapore one, and I knew the Singapore one would be hardly populated because, um, yeah, just Australia and Asia, um, not as big of a market in that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was it was interesting to say the least. You know, one thing I did note um, that could solve a lot of these issues was the lack of spawn, uh, stones uh, spawning around. And even like I've had arguments with people in the past about it, but this was worse than even I remember. Um, I think I found one stone 
my entire two and a half hour run. And I was actively looking. I didn't get onto any uh, walking trails, um, but I was running along the train tracks. You know, I, I looted the town um, uh, where I was born in Kamishovo, and then we went to check the train tracks, not a single stone. Um, I was like, oh, that's unusual. Plenty of fruit, but not a single stone spawned in. So then I continued on, and eventually I did find one stone, but um, Dewan pointed out to me that they spawn on the beach now, but it's bugged. They actually spawn inside rocks on the beach. So that's kind of a kick in the teeth. They just can't fucking win. Yeah. <laughs> those those stones, I don't know what it is. It's the, I think it's got to be the only item in the history of DayZ that is as polarizing as it is. No other item has ever given it, the community that much of a fucking headache as little piss poor pebbles, for fuck's sake. Now, Broken Bones the first time around was the worst. <laughs> that was the biggest headache I think DayZ's ever had. Walk over a step, bang, dead. Uh, see, I I, jo I joined the Daisy fray, so to speak, after that. So I never yeah. really had, with the exception of watching it on Twitch, I, I never had any first-hand experience of that. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But I think I must just get really lucky with any server I play on because whether it be a hardcore or not, every server I've played on recently that sort of touted itself to be sort of a more hardcore experience, I've just... Within five minutes, I found either a, a, a friendly player who's like, oh, do you need a bit of food? Oh, here's a can of tactical bacon. Or I've walked through a field and gone, oh, fuck me, look at that. There's like six cows there. Well, I'm eating good tonight then. And I, just, and I just end up with a ton of food anyway. So maybe I'm just ridiculously lucky at the moment because I, I, can't, I can't say with any amount of certainty that I'm necessarily that good at the survival. I, I think I'm pretty good, but I, I, surely I'm not that good. But even Minder was um, uh, tweeting out about the broken bones. Uh, man, the regen of a broken bone seems to be to the point of not fun at all, requiring full health, blood, food, and water, and only then you start regening. Taking 30-plus minutes just seems ridiculous and tedious. Meds don't seem to do anything either. Need to play it myself. And I was sceptical initially. Um, no surprise here, but I like the concept. You need to keep your character healthy to start healing the fracture. Makes sense to me. It's probably going to be able to be adjusted or modeled or turned off for those that don't like it. Um, but then when I did it, I went to Scalisti and I jumped off the um, ramp up there in the castle. Um, took four times and I broke my legs. And an hour later, um, probably, I still had a broken leg. Um, now, I deliberately yeah. waited um, until I broke my leg before I ate the last of the food I had um, so that I could take that into account, the needing to get my food up and that. There's not even an indicator to let you know if it's healing or not. And I think that is a, um, something that they probably need to look at, whether it just be the little arrows going up to let you know that it started healing, uh, because it's kind of a bit of guesswork. And I know it's great to work stuff out for yourself, but when you've got no indicator to know, hey, uh, back in the day, um, you know, the old days, uh, happy, you remember if you were hydrated, energized, um, you could start healing. Yeah. If you weren't hydrated or energized, you couldn't heal. And you had the indicator when you opened the inventory screen telling you you were hydrated, energized. So you knew if I achieve hydrated, energized status, I can get, um, damage and I will start healing. If I'm not hydrated and energized, I won't heal. So now it's kind of a bit of a guesswork. Like, I know Wobo did the video on it, but do you need to be at full health, full water, full food? And when you say full food, full health, do you need to be at, like, 
the full calorie intake and the full water intake or just full stomach contents? Do you, your blood, does it need to be 100% or is there like a cutoff mark at 75%? We don't know that, do we, Happy? I think that you need to be full blood, don't you, before you start healing, before your health starts going up. I'm sure that's in now. And what about what about shock value, though? Mm, I'm not sure. I get it feels like you should be... I, I heard the same. I think you need to be full blood before the fracture will even, you know, begin to start to heal. Again, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. We need Wobo to to do these little tests. But um, it would make sense that you know if you you should be healing as soon as you put that splint on. Surely, um, maybe there's levels of you know, or speed of heal. Um, if you are, you know, if you are for. Um, Hydration, full uh, food, will it will it heal a little bit quicker? Um, I get the blood regen, that, that kind of makes sense. Um, if you're full blood, maybe it goes a little bit quicker again. But I was the same. I broke my leg and it took me an hour to um, all of a sudden for the fracture to disappear and the splint come off. Even, um, I'll, even I'll say that's ridiculous. That is. Yeah. That's, yeah. Even, even as a hardcore player um, and... Yeah, if you're doing pretty much everything right, you're still being punished. An hour is just way too long. I understand and I totally agree and I'll argue with anyone who says you should be able to heal a broken bone even if you're a you know low blood, low shock value and all the rest of it. Um, but it just takes too long as it is. Yeah, and, at the end of the day, it's a video game as well and it needs to be. Yes. It's not real, you know, it needs to be enjoyable as well. It's, yeah, maybe yeah, make I mean, it adjustable. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to check out the broken legs thing yet. That's, I think that's what I'm going to probably do tomorrow. But I never thought I'd say this. And there's going to be a lot of people in chat that are probably going to fucking turn white as a ghost now. But I, I do agree with Minder with what he said in that tweet. You know, <laughs> if, if, if it is the point that you need to be full health, full blood, you know, food and water, and then you start regening, that is fucking crazy. Like, I, I get you kind of need to be, you know, somewhat healthy, you know, to make it somewhat realistic. You know, you do need to have a reasonable amount of health and blood and need to, you know, have a somewhat, you know, decent stats for your food and water. But yeah, if, if it's, if it's, it's got to be set on the percentages, I would imagine the percentages of, you know, how much of, of, of that stat is over, you know, say 80%, for example, and then you start regening things like that because yeah like you say if it, if you have to be full everything before that broken bone will start healing then yeah that's that's way way too much and bearing in mind what we've just been talking about the how the new loot works and stuff like that and the just just surviving that first like 10 20 minutes as well is is tough enough if you if you've got broken bones to play on top of that as well and food is difficult to find or things like that and the cold you know the cold smashes your uh, food and See, drink as well i got i had bugged um with that i just could not go freezing i swam and everything and i wasn't going freezing so that tainted my um experimental experience as well i feel like did you spawn in cold just cold but i never went freezing fuck i wish i was that lucky <laughs> maybe it's not quite right because there was there was times when i wasn't blue but my character was still making the cold shivering noise it was weird it was weird maybe that's just not right at the moment maybe it is bugged yeah I think that's I just, just the beauty of experimental 
<laughs> yeah, ultimately, that's it comes there. back to <laughs> the, the, the change they seem to be going is more um, survival-focused, um, which makes me happy. But I did say that um, like earlier, I'm in a very small minority. Like I've got you know quite a lot of people watching me now because I'm doing the podcast. But when I'm playing Daisy the way I like to play, I've got a handful of people watching, and it's basically just a big chat because there's no real PvP action. There's no you know there's probably fuck all people on the server because no one likes playing uh, the boring style really. Um, but is that going to be what's best for Daisy? Time will tell. And I think the best barometer is not going to be PC because the PC players will just fuck off to the servers that play, uh, suit their style. It's going to be console, where they don't have the mods, where all they can do is really play with the XML files. Um, that's going to be the big barometer of how bad or how good this change is for Daisy. Uh, but it has, and I understand Tope's point, <clears throat> changed the, the, the way Daisy has been for years. Yeah, I don't know what the, the you know the demographic for console is with it, whether it's quite casual or not. So, if it's, it's going to be catastrophic, if 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 it is a more casual, I'm not, I'm not saying it is, but if it's a more casual audience on console, people are dipping in now and again or not. But yeah, if it goes that direction, I, th I think console Daisy is pretty much at this point as, as as good as it is, and whilst it's a very valid platform, it is essentially for us pc like is basically a meme at this point because i wonder if they've sort of stabbed themselves in the back or shot themselves in the in the foot a little bit on twitter because uh, and by that i mean the console community because literally every update every tweet that comes out from the daisy twitter account is what about console when's xbox getting fixed when's playstation getting this so i wonder if it, if people are going to find it hard to give a flying one about the console community when it comes to things like that. The running man's also saying that uh, console has a huge issue that the uh, only servers being full, being heavy loop PvP servers already, I believe. So, yeah, that could be right. Uh, Dewan just pointed out he made a reply to Tope as well. And this is actually, I agree, to uh, Dewan, this is a good idea. What about progression in the healing of the broken limb? We already have multiple stages of the limp animation from very slow to normal speed after roughly... 15 minutes or so, you get back up to slightly slower than full health speed or even fully healed. Um, I like that. I like that. Um, that sounds like a simple little thing. I've been told that's the worst thing to ever say to a coder. It sounds simple, uh, but it's really not. Uh, but that could be a good suggestion of different stages of it where you move quicker and yeah, maybe you grab yourself a long stick and that enables you to walk quicker as well if you have it in your hand. Because I did see someone posted a picture of that, a walking stick, as an item in the game, just cutting off a long stick and using it. Who knows? You know, there's... there's. Didn't the meds I'm, I'm, used to have an issue as well? Didn't like didn't the meds actually used to help, like the morphine, morphine and things like that? Morphine was used to cure. Back, like back the, in the day, the yeah. I think I, I would like to see a sort of not a, a direct return to that. I think just stabbing yourself with a morphine and then suddenly sprinting on a broken leg is just ridiculous. But I think having it, having it to what it is, where you know you, you you stab yourself with a bit of morphine and it does give you that that little extra pep in your step, so to speak. I think is probably the right way to go about it. But again, it's going to be it's going to be a case of balancing it and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I'll be surprised if we don't. Meds meds should definitely have an effect on that and. I wouldn't be surprised if the next next patch 
uh, you know, the next uh, update of this, we see a tweak to that because it is, it is just, it's like Boy said, it's not, it's not, it sounds simple, but it's probably not, but it's, it's tweaking now of timers and regen and stuff like that. And I, I'd be surprised if it stays like this, but um, again, that's what experiments are for, surely. I reckon the next patch will see some tweaks to this and we'll see how it is next time. Yeah. Some good, some good suggestions here as well um, from people. Um, you know, to one again, or even better, near the mid to end stage, you get bursts of ability to run at full speed but lose stamina quicker. That essentially won't hinder your running that much. Um, that is after your limb is healed or a certain percentage. Um, Vernon pointing out that morphine doesn't work for fractures. I don't. I I never agreed that morphine should have been an instant cure for um, a broken bone. I think it should be a splint. Uh, because it gets people crafting, uh, but morphine yeah. should you know, eliminate pain, the pain. Relief, surely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like I say, to... giving giving that little pep in your step, I think is is yeah. is the better way to go when it comes to morphine. I, I, my personal feel is fifteen minutes tops for the broken bone, provided you meet the criteria of you know, a certain um, barometer. Um, of you know being healthy, um, you know, a certain benchmark. I don't think it should be more than fifteen minutes for a bone to heal. What do you think, Happy? Yeah, I th yeah. It me, I I think it needs like Minder was saying. It needs to start when you when you apply that splint. That's when the values start going up. Um, and depending on your status, whether it's full blood, um, you know your health as well. You know if you're if you're yellow health. Um, there should be a, there should be a timer. There should be a timer. It, maybe it's slower, slower to go up, but th if you get your, <laughs> if you get your stuff in order in terms of your food, your drink, and maybe, uh, your health, then it, it's quicker, but yeah, an hour, an hour is too long. Uh, someone said to me, you know, if you, it, I wouldn't never do that. And I think it's pr not the way to do it. If you don't move, <laughs> it heals quicker, you know, it's not, but an hour, but you, you know, you're never going to sit around for an hour. Yeah. That's it's even boring ridiculous. for me. I'll sit there if I'm fishing, <laughs> but I'm not going to sit there and just fucking, wow, no. 15 minutes. Uh, it um, doesn't become enjoyable. So, yeah, uh, 15, 20, or whatever it is, but it's, yeah, not more than 30 minutes. No way. And I only think it should penalise you if you're red. If you're red in any of those stats that are core to it, then it should penalise you by not allowing you to heal. Yellow is like a warning indicator that, hey, buddy, you're starting to get a little bit low. Red is when you start taking damage, and that should penalise you for not being able to, you know. I know that's kind of an accumulation of it's already bad enough when you hit red because you're taking shock damage or health damage. But, yeah, go walk the dog while fixing the bone. Well, is that in it? Is it you're, you're already limping on yellow or, or red. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I do, I do like that animation though. Yeah, that that crawling animation I think yeah, looks good, really good because yeah. it's a it's a lot better. I love it a lot more than like the the modded version. Was it the uh, medical attention mod when that brought back the broken bones sort of thing? I I like that. I like because that as good as that mod is, that whole being able to get up, sprint for about three meters, and then you just drop over again. It's still infinitely quicker than than the new system we've got now. So I like the new system, but, you know, can, can you still roll? Can you still, with that broken leg, do the whole, you know, Q&E, do the whole, you know, commando roll around the floor and get around quicker? Is it, is it going to be worth, you know, taking the extra time to do that? 
Well, you, you can arm roll. Um, Wobo had that in his video uh, and actually suggested it as um, a faster way of moving is rolling uh, than actually crawling, uh, and you get no penalty for it either. Um, for now, I think because Wobo's highlighted it, Adam's probably sitting there right now working out how he can cause shock damage by rolling when you've got a broken leg. So I don't imagine it would be too comfortable a thing to do when you've got a broken leg. Well, check your check your Twitch chat because uh, <laughs> asking you shall receive. Okay, the legs heal the moment they get broken. There is no no healing state. The regen speed is based off the blood value. So people are basically wrong then in saying that, um, Adam, that you need to be at a certain state before it starts healing. Um, Wobo, looking at you, bro. You've led us astray, Wobo. We look to you. You were the chosen one. So I guess full blood, you'll heal quicker. If you're not full blood, you won't. We'll, 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 wait, for, um, we'll wait for Adam. Uh, Silent Sheldon's just asking uh, there. We'll wait for Adam to come back um, on it. But, yeah, 15 minutes, um, I think, would be optimal for if you're meeting all the requirements. Um you know, maybe you could argue longer than if you're not, but yeah, it's still got to be playable. And even me as a real hardcore person, 15 minutes, Daisy's um, a very time-intensive game. Um, the time is around 35 minutes right now, assuming good condition. But yes, I do agree, as Silent Sheldon is not yet finished. Because um, I was going for at least 35, if not more, minutes uh, today, Adam, um, and it hadn't healed on me. So... You know, I swam from Scalisti and start, um, just kept on hobbling up the road and that, but yeah. So, and I, I wasn't badly damaged either. I was yellow uh, health value um, from the amount of times I had to jump to break my leg, but other than that, I was in pretty good state. Um, okay. Inclement Dab, your mate there, happy. Um, and I'm guessing you're very happy about his um, map editor. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a li I've had a little go on it already, but when I saw this tweet, it's yeah, this is pretty big. <laughs> well, I've got a question, Brim. You may remember this as well. I'm certain we've discussed this with a guest in the past. Um, but didn't someone say? And we've got Adam in chat now, so maybe he can let us know. Um, but didn't someone say that you can't remove assets from the existing maps? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I, th I can't remember who it was, but yeah, I think I think. Well, as far as I'm aware, and I'm I'm the least qualified to to speak on the subject, really, because I just turn my computer on, and that's about as far as I get in my knowledge. But I th I think it always has been a thing, isn't it, that you can't you can't necessarily remove items, but you can sort of build around them and and add things to the map. So. It looks like with his new update that you can, that you can literally move things and remove things. So it, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. I wonder if it's worth looking at, I know we've got some, a couple of weekends in November coming up where we don't have guests locked in yet. I wonder if it's worth getting Inclement Dab back on the podcast to talk about the stuff from his point of view and get it sort of straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, because looking at what he's done, it that looks absolutely incredible. I think he he said before, didn't he, with the editor, you could move stuff under the map. 
you couldn't you couldn't physically yes. delete the objects that are already yes. there. But with this, yep. what, what they've done with this script, you're now able to delete items that are already on the map, which is which is is big. <laughs> So I think we'll have to watch this space to see what happens because that's just clearly deleting items and that confuses me because um, Foxy's um, said there, I think it was, uh, that it was um, with um, Inclement Dab that we actually, oh, Mark, sorry, that we talked about it with. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be very interested in there. Yeah, like you say, Brim, I think we might need to get him back on to get some clarification on this issue. But can, that can, said, can, fuck, can... it looks good. Can you just go go skip through the video again to where he just showed Northwest Airfield completely fucking barren? Because yeah. that's going to give me nightmares. That was horrible. As <laughs> yeah, a proof of concept, it's absolutely on. phenomenal. But I oh that that really didn't sit well with me at all for a moment there. That looked really weird. I think that was that's that's the old Northwest Airfield, wasn't it? There were there wasn't much there, but there were there were areas carried away. That people would go to and that's where all the you know the action would happen and that at the moment you know it's very spread out but yeah in theory <laughs> if people wanted to you could remove remove everything that's there and re if you if you so wanted you could build yeah. the northwest airfield from scratch again or you know belota or whatever um other than the, it's kind the of, runways and that's a bit different yeah. now well no you could you could probably remove them as well because there are there are texture that's put down oh, as well in the map yeah. okay um yeah, I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool for even just tweaking areas and you know making things a little bit more interesting, you know, for you. Okay, Adam's I'll, I'll saying the limp stage should dynamically change through those thirty minutes, three phases basically. So I think that should be okay. So it sounds like Adam's confirming that it's already doing what the one suggested. Nice. There you go. Well, I mean, pretty much See, what the ones have said already on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when it when it comes to the map editing, the one thing I would like to see, and I don't know if it's a possibility yet. I, you know, like I say, I'm not not the intelligent one on this subject. But you see, when you go to Tissy and you go to the headquarters building, and it's got that like underground bunker aspect yes. to it. The only way that works is because the if you were to remove that building. The the actual map itself, the floor underneath has a hole in it for that underground bit to kind of slot in, kind of like a Lego blocks. So I wonder if it's possible in any way, shape or form to add those sort of like dense craters, divots, whatever to the actual map itself so that you could put that on. Because it, like for, for when we had our server on uh, on Chinaris, we I would constantly go on using Dewan's uh, admin tools and just add new buildings in and customize areas. I uh, spent far too much time doing that. It's very unhealthy, but I enjoyed it. So, and like trying to put one of those headquarters buildings down, obviously it will still fit. It will go wherever you want to place it, but you then cannot get to the underground bit as a regular player without admin tools because obviously the the ground is solid. So it it would be really good to see if you could, Do if there was a way at some point. Yeah, it'd be nice to see if at some point in the future that became a thing so that we could edit the terrain and make more things like that because we've got so many very, very clever um you know people in in the daisy community that that know a lot about the map editing side of things that could make um 
you know, could make it so that there'd be more areas like that, more underground bunkers, yeah. more customization, which would work, especially if your server is a specific type of server that's sort of based on that. And like Foxy said, Chinaris with underground tunnels. I know Deer Isles got, I recently found, went on our Deer Isle server and just thought, fuck it, I'll have a little fly around, see what's about. And I noticed there was this whole underground bunker and you need a key card to get into it. I didn't even know that was a thing. I just found it by happenstance. Oh, you've just ruined it for everyone. I think you, you can't Spoiler. do that at the moment, but that what you could do is, I guess, take take the Severograd quarry like we were looking at earlier. You could build on top of that. Yeah. To m imagine like it's covered in rocks or floor or something, and then you could have a, a pathway that went under. You kind of have to build up and close things off to get like tunnels or I would just love tunnel systems or... in the big cities or at the Northwest Airfield or at Tizzy. So it adds that second dimension of the battlefield. Um, yeah, you, you get into a tunnel and run to the other side of town and pop up behind the bad guys or just that would be fucking amazing if, if someone could do that. I know there's already the caves mod, isn't there? There's a, there's a mod where they, people have added like caves to Chinaris in specific places. And then you can, as a server owner, modify it to put whatever you want in there and or leave it for people to have bases in there, have loot spawn in there if you want, whatever you like. So we're not that far off the general idea. Maybe put a couple of caves together and just, you know, rip out the back of the cave so that there's actually a hole straight through and make it like a tunnel to a degree. Hey. You almost not like in 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 um Dab's mod. Like it's almost like a you could imagine one of the brushes and you're brushing along, but it's actually ca you know caving in the floor, pushing it down, sort of thing. So you're building, yep, you're building channels, and then you could build, you know, you could put stuff over the top of it to make cave and stuff like that. So it, I I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't crack that in this mod at some point. <laughs> It's going to crack a lot of stuff that's really going to change a lot of things. And people are saying some of the modern maps have got them. Valning, they're starting to get them. Essica, uh, Essica's um, on hold at the moment. Um, we do um, have them lined up to come on the show when they're ready. Um, yeah. So, I know I know some of the modded maps have got it, but what I'm talking about is the idea of being able to do that on Chinaris. If you're a server owner and you you have your server based on the Chinaris map, to be able to go in and create custom areas like that, to make like underground bunkers, underground sewer systems, whatever else, to change, to make your server unique from the fucking 10 bajillion other it's not the first you know, time Chinaris servers, ever... it would be really good. Yeah, my apologies for that. Um, but yeah, so the next topic, um, Devin Natch video, read DMCA and Twitch. Happy, did you ever use to play much copyright music? I don't really play, I, I, I used to back in the day, but I'd only play it like the intro or if I'm just chatting, it was just low in the background, but never in, never when I'm actually playing Daisy. I, I never, never have music on, but I kind of stopped doing it. This comes and goes, doesn't it, on Twitch every now and again? But um, I'm sure we had this a couple of years ago, and everyone cleaned up and then went back to it. Um, but it doesn't really—I haven't had an email or anything like. I, I keep seeing on Twitter that uh, people are getting emails saying you need to sort your shit out. But um, I've not had anything like that. But no, you had I don't, until I don't really. yesterday. No, 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 until... no, no, no. I've, I haven't had an email. No. No, 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 but pretty much uh, from what I understand of it, having watched this video that I've linked to, 
Um, and Mark absolutely loves this guy. He's like the hugest fan of Devin Nash. Uh, it's an in-joke on the R show. Uh, but um, apparently everyone had until yesterday to basically clean up your VODs um, of any copyrighted music um, because now, after this three-day period, it's DMCA is, uh, or copyright strikes issued against your channel. So I know a lot of people have gone out and deleted everything, just their entire back catalogue of uh, VODs and clips and um, I went through and did a few of mine, and then I just said, "Oh fuck it." Um, that's that's a mad thing, though, isn't it? Like, like as yeah. and Devin says it in the video as well. It is crazy that that seems to be the only option you've got. Yeah, like it is literally a case of go into your Twitch channel and delete everything. And if you no, are yep. someone like a a Tim the Tapman or someone like that that's been doing it for you know eight ten whatever years and like devin says it himself you know he's been doing full-time youtube for 10 years eight odd years like his basically one of his only options is to literally delete his entire legacy of work on this platform the other and thing twitch was have to... not done anything to help that the other thing was uh yeah downloading um, all of your vods and then upload them to youtube um as a private thing and see whether they get flagged and then you know which ones yeah. are safe. But just imagine having to download hundreds, if not thousands of hours, like The Running Man. I remember back in the day, he used to start all of his streams with a playlist of about five songs, Queen, It's a Kind of Magic, and a few other songs and that. That was just his his thing. Um, yeah, but this... The this amount of terabytes of data of stuff people are going to have to basically download and then re-upload. They're going to basically have to download it off of Twitch, completely obliterate their entire legacy of content, just to re-upload it to YouTube, to then for then YouTube's content ID system to go, nope, we don't like that. Yeah. And then they're going to have to go through and edit it and read it and try and see if they can re-upload it in some form to Twitch. Um, and the fact that Twitch gave, what, fucking two days three days notice and was yeah. literally like the email was like yeah by the way as of yesterday you're fucked and it's like they they haven't helped in the slightest and i i really do i'm not a huge fan of people like devin nash who do this you know stream coaching stuff i think a lot of it's a load of bollocks but devin nash is the is the exception to the rule he is genuinely a very, very intelligent man who knows a lot about this. And I did sit and watch that entire video in one go. And yeah, from what he was saying. Happy? Yeah, I think he's done some other stuff before, isn't he? I've, I've yeah. listened. Yeah, I, it's the fact that Twitch has, has done it the way they've done it is crazy. I think we've all, we've all, it's not a new thing, is it? We've, I think we, people know that music is copyrighted and you I think yes. they, you know, when you, when you create a Twitch account, when you do all this, it's not that <laughs> whether you read the TOS and stuff like that, when you <laughs> sign up to do anything on Twitch, but it's, it's always been a thing. I'm, I'm sure it has, but, um, it's just never been acted upon. And obviously something's happened. Like I said, it happened a couple of years and everyone freaked out and then it kind of went away again, but it's, you know, you, 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 you take that risk. If, if you're going to play music yep. on your channel, yep. you know, you take that risk, but it's the, yeah, I, I, seeing everyone freaking out all of a sudden saying we've got one day got two days to delete everything because it's not you know it's i don't think that's been handled particularly well at all i've got yeah, to go to I mean, find my karaoke clips um and get rid of them i had a thing yeah, i, I haven't i haven't checked i haven't deleted anything to be honest I, I don't know whether i should be worried or i should do it but 
Well, maybe early on I did have it. some stuff, but there's a there's a tool on the video where he actually rates your um, your risk level. Um, that basically, I think there was high, medium, and low, um, and he pretty much said just avoid top five hundred music is the big thing. Uh, movie soundtracks, that sort of stuff, um, avoid that uh, with the with a passion. But yeah, like like Paul said there, they and you said happy. They told us years ago that this was going to happen, um, and people chose to ignore it. You know, I did myself stupidly. Um, did my little silly karaoke reward thing where people could redeem points and make me sing a song. Um, so now I've got to go through and find all those clips and vods and delete them. Um, uh, and you'll be very glad to know that saved on uh, saved on one of my hard drives, Boydie, is uh, you from about six months ago doing a lovely rendition of Barbie Girl as a result. I've kept that <laughs> hidden for a special occasion. So should you require that clip back, let me know. I've got it. If you ignore them, you're fucked. It's their problem. Sorry, I think you mean it's not their problem. It's pretty much what they've done here. It's just a big hot potato. Oh, yeah, we fucked up. We didn't put tools in place to like um, like YouTube has, where it automatically flags and um, you know, handles it. because And people forget that YouTube used to be the same back in the day, but they got taken to court over it, um, and they had to implement the system they have in place now, which automatically detects copyrighted material twitch has been lazy um and devin nash in the video loses his shit at one point there um, oh, that was brilliant at, wasn't it yeah at how bad twitch have been in you know providing the tools to basically turn around and say you've got three days your only option is to delete everything or somehow within three days upload every vod you have and scan it on youtube because that's it we won't provide you with the tools to do it automatically ourselves we'll just delete the ones that were flagged and then it's all on you sorry which is a bit piss poor to be honest yeah yeah i've I've linked to the google document spreadsheet from his video where he puts all the all the stuff that you should and shouldn't be playing and the the sort of the resources he's got i've linked to that in your chat and mine but yeah, it's they've really not gone about it the right way. But I loved the fact that he got so heated in that video. I genuinely, I was looking in his eyes throughout the video, and I was like, "He's gonna falcon punch the shit out of his webcam in a minute." He, you could see the blood was boiling. And yeah. I'm thinking, "Fuck, he's he's one of the most chill blokes ever." He, he gets a little bit hyped at times when he's when he's talking about something that really excites him. But like I've never seen him like that, and I genuinely thought he was going to lose his shit big time. I'm surprised he kept it under wraps as well as he did. But that that little that little fist bang on the table that he did was like, well, there you go, go on, lay out, lad. That's some built up frustrations there. What do you use for your music, um, Happy? The, like the stuff you had um, in your soundtrack for your uh, yeah. server video on that. So I've, I've been using. So I use. I've got pretzel rocks, which I. <laughs> Like I said, I use I kind of use it just for a background background texture introduction or whatever I'm playing. But Pretzel Rocks is a thing. I, I tried the soundtrack by Twitch on Thursday, which is a new thing. It's in beta at the moment, but it's it's something that it's I think it's copyright free music, but it links into to OBS. And what it does is it it, it creates uh, an audio channel which. On your VODs, this music won't come out at all. It's it's not there. But when you're live streaming, it, it is there. So I think that's a that's a new thing that they're bringing in. Um, I ran. I didn't link it to Twitch. I just ran it in the background to see 
a what the music was like and what it would do to my vod afterwards and you know nothing was muted out so it's copyright free stuff but well, um, i know i know devin said something in the video as well about about he wouldn't recommend using that twitch soundtrack thing yet because it's in beta and it's not perfect he said you're better off doing something like that epidemic sound or something and paying for something because he, he thinks it's really not gonna be what everyone thinks it is so far because i think everyone's kind of wanting that quick fix of shit like we've got two days to fix fucking 10 years worth of of crap we really need to get this sorted oh look twitch has actually put something out that's supposedly helping but he kind of goes into depth with it and says you know by all means go for it but don't trust it a hundred percent yet because it's not gonna be yeah it's weird isn't it because music shouldn't define your you know some maybe music is part of some people's streams quite heavy or not but it's you know it shouldn't it shouldn't be the focus of your stream at all like um in my opinion anyway you know it's just there to whatever but yeah it's it's interesting i know like harris heller for example he's another one of those sort of stream coach type people he's got a he's got a playlist on spotify called stream beats and it's it's not my cup of tea personally um but that's good and that is that has been proven to be a hundred percent royalty free you can use that as much as you like and i think nine times out of ten as long as you know what to look for if you just google royalty free music you can generally find something somewhere like a playlist somewhere and it and it'll be fine like i've i've got a, a a rock and heavy metal instrumental royalty free playlist that i've saved on spotify that i use sometimes on my streams and i've never had a never had an issue with it hopefully i won't there's Epidemic Sound right there, folks. Um, I know a lot of content creators use it. That song that I play at the end of all of my videos, You Can Live Here, You Can Die, um, is from Epidemic Sound. I pretty much subscribe to it primarily for that reason. It is a little lexy, but it's probably one of the best catalogs of music you can find out there. Some really top-notch quality songs um, that I think Paul uses it as well. Um, yeah. It's definitely worth it. I'll put a referral link in there as well. So if anyone wants to, um, you can is it, do it. Is it like known artists as well? Is it Or is it just like random sort of people that have signed, like bands and artists that have signed on specifically for that? Or are we likely to find some sort of well-known artists, for example? Like, I can't imagine you're going to find no, much of, you know, find, Iron the, Maiden. But No, you're not going to find any of the major bands in there. Uh, but the, one of the things I love about it, is um let me just um bring this up again is you can sort by you know so if you've got a feel for what you um want uh, a happy scene an epic scene uh sentimental sad um epic you know that's a common one for uh daisy uh, moments of epicness and that and then you just you can hear it and you can download any of these songs. This is life. The only way to hard way. We don't like. The only way to soft way. I feel like we're taking some pills or something. <laughs> I'll be up raving. I'm going to get some glow sticks in, in my hands or something listening to that. But yeah, there's, there's some amazing. And then you download it. You can use it as many times. And if you download it while you're um, licensed. Um, anything about... Having a boomer moment. How do I? I don't. Know. Um, yeah. So you you you're fine for that um, video for the rest of your life. 
um, to be using uh, that music to stay up there. It's not something that ends and you have to delete it all. You're good. So it's definitely worth it's, looking at. It's one of the more prestigious ones out there. And yeah, it's, it's a good site for, I've used, not, I do many YouTube videos at all, but I've used it for like YouTube videos and stuff like that. It's good for like instrumentals or, you know, yeah. setting some tension or something like that. And whether yeah you'd use it in in part of your stream or not i don't know but i'm surprised that we you know there's been some there's been some artists you know tweeting out uh on twitter now and again you know our music will not um be muted on your vod and stuff feel free to use our music in that you know there's been a few artists that have um have done that and i'll be surprised if in the future something struck up with amazon music or something i don't i don't know it feels like the natural it's, it's going to be very very complicated i'm sure but at some point in the future whether there will be some sort of collab where you pay i don't know maybe you pay something yes. for amazon music and it can get but i don't know it feels like something's going to happen it seems like this soundtrack for the twitch is their first thoughts on it it doesn't sound like it's perfect but for actual artists, maybe that becomes like an option for them in the future or something. I don't know. They want money. Yeah. The, 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 there's money to be made if they were to offer a subscription service like Epidemic Sound, where creators can pay you know twenty bucks a month and be able to use um, the songs. And full attribution has to be given to the artist in the comments of the video or something. You know, popping up on screen. Music being played now is X Y Z by you know, Joe and the gang or fucking whatever, um, rather than the old school method like the running man saying, well, it is, it's these third little par third party companies, little crappy agencies operating on behalf of third parties, DMCAing everything they can to get a share of the money that they claim from claiming the XYZ video or stream or whatever. I think, I think the thing that I quite liked in Devin's video that he did as well is he mentioned that if you if you were to approach uh, a musician an artist whose music you like and you want to put them in your in your video you can if you approach them and say look i really like your music i do youtube and twitch i love this album i would love to be able to use that without being you know dmca'd and copyright striked can you know can i do that is that okay with you and if they say yes then you are legally well and clear which if you're like me and you like it, where i live in in devon we have quite a good or we did have until covid a quite a good li local live music scene down here and there are a couple of bands friends of mine that are in that have absolutely how they don't have million dollar record record deals is beyond me and so I could literally just say to a friend do you mind if I use a couple of your tracks in my next youtube video and if they say yes I'm golden and at that point I'm also supporting a smaller local independent artist so it it's kind of it goes in that loop where that's that I think that's an absolutely brilliant yeah. idea just make sure you get something in writing made in case they ever do become that yeah well that's well that's what devin says in the video it is literally yeah. if you if you go you know you email them for example and say can i do this and have them put it in an email in writing saying yes i give this person full permission to use you know this album or our music in their youtube content you know because they bought me a pint in the pub last week it's golden so i, I think that's a brilliant <laughs> idea and yeah, it, it it does reward everyone. It's a silly system. It is outdated. Um, the big issue is that so many politicians are all you know boomers and all the rest of it. They don't fully understand um, the new technology and all the rest of it, so they don't quite understand what's happening. And and they believe the the bullshit that the recording companies and that are telling them. Um, they need to think smarter and do something like you suggested, Happy. Come up with a a better system where. 
I would, I would have no issue paying a subscription. I pay for Epidemic Sound. I pay for Adobe. If that enabled me to use, you know, some of the more well-known songs to, and, you know, it's a win-win for everyone. It's going to probably encourage people to go and listen to that song on Spotify or, yeah. So I, I mean, like it's probably a change in the, you know, it's, it's, maybe it's, there's still an old-fashioned kind of music industry thing going on, but, you know, it, it, you, you'd expect things to, uh, to progress and change at some point maybe it is you know it, in terms of when people the deals are signed and things like that that you know live streaming and etc you know it's only going to get bigger and bigger um yep comes a thing oh yeah i like that with that epidemic sound as well i noticed when you had the the thing up on screen it said if you pay yearly you get a uh, like a 20 percent off compared to if you pay a monthly i love that idea because i'm so shit at keeping up with like monthly things and remembering that easily if i can do it for a year and just like set and forget i'm golden because i know i'll get the email in the year saying it's almost time to renew i'm like right lovely can i afford to renew it now yep lovely bang there's another year forget about it and then i know i don't have to worry and like i said it's good quality stuff as well it is uh, yeah you you, you hear songs in there and you go wow man if they'd ever made it out that'd go well on the charts i reckon but yeah um dean hall tweeted out um a few days ago um forgot to say every tree there harvestable every bush um every rock mineable in an eight by eight kilometer area super proud of the visual benchmark we are getting with uh, survive icarus this is a direct in-game screenshot and i gotta say that's that pretty isn't it pretty fucking beautiful so i was yes you know, have you followed icarus much happy I watched I watched the uh the announce you know the the, the announced trailer, trailer and stuff like that um was a little bit confused <laughs> I don't know um no I I, I don't know there's obviously you know there's a respect for Dean and that you know he's got a talent very talented team and with uh Hicks joining as well so yeah how it's going to turn out I don't know but yeah it's impressive you know the idea of all this being broken down and cra- you know you can craft things out of it and things like that it's it's impressive yeah, what the what the core game is going to be like? Who knows? But um, eight by eight yeah. kilometers isn't really that big. But you know, what's day Z twenty five by twenty five? Yeah, it but, sounds um, like you're going to be visiting different uh, planets or something like that, yeah. isn't it? wasn't it? I can't, I can't really remember. But no, but yeah, they've got they've got a talented team, it. so I'm sure it's going to look great. And I'm keeping a close eye on it. It does look interesting, and you know, there's still the whole. Um, I still think back to, I can't remember who it was who said it, but um, um, you've still got to convince me why astronauts are using stone axes. Um, but, eh, man, I, I play a game that has zombies in it. So, yeah. <laughs> when a new Lambo comes out, does Icarus have broken bones and temperature when a new Lambo? <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to it. It looks good. But I I worry for Dean specifically and everyone else on the team as a result, because I think at the very when they first announced that this game was even, you know, a thought, everyone was like in the comments, jokingly, of course, there was cappers everywhere, but it was all like, oh, it's Daisy 2, is it Daisy 2? And I think everyone kind of wants them to kind of, you know, do that. I I hope that it doesn't get lost in the shuffle of that. I hope that it doesn't have too much hype 
to the point where everyone's just like, well, this isn't fucking what I was expecting. This yeah. is nothing like Daisy. I hope people are smart enough to do their research and realize this is not Daisy. This is something different. It's still survival, but it is different. Just because the original creator of Daisy is making it doesn't mean that it's going to be what you want it to be. I think there was that hype before we we saw the video. Yes. Um, purely because of the people behind it. Yeah. And then I think the hype's probably dipped a little until people see more of it now so yeah yeah like i i put it i replied and i said um i was initially like oh okay this isn't what i was expecting but i was rarely for me astute enough to realize that was my own expectations that was based on what i was wanting and hoping for uh, a daisy 2.0 you know if anyone's going to make a daisy killer it should be dean and brian um but that was stupid of me to think that why would they? You know, yeah. So it, it'll it'll be interesting to watch. Um, the Daisy Twitter account's been a bit more active again. Um, Brim. Yeah, it's good to see, isn't it? I noticed they've been uh, they piped up this week. Little, I mean, um, I kind of expected it with a one point one zero or zero yeah. or ten or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Kind of expected them to perk up a little bit recently, but yeah, it's been really good. And like I said that's a hell of a picture. Beautiful picture. Absolutely beautiful. But the reason I've got it up is I wanted to um, um, bring up uh, something Jacob Mango pointed out. Um, the lighting in the background looks better. Um, his comment was, I'm more curious about this. If they fixed the lighting problem in Daisy where distant sources made everything a white blob. Because if you look closely at it, in the background, you can see that lighting um in from something in the background there so yeah it but it's weird because isn't because that's vmc isn't it so that's like the back of it so what's i can't remember was that gorka the other side Vibor or Vibor? sorry yeah the other side of because that looks like that picture's being taken from like sort of the edge of that sniper hill hmm might so go back there. I don't know. It's kind of going back that way, isn't it? Yeah. But a lot of that though. area is just open fields, isn't it? Until you sort of hit one of the ma- sort of one of the major towns nearby. It's a lot of open ground. So you, unless that is one of the towns, it's uh sorry mate, you just got burnt yeah. in chat. I know I know it's Foxy can fuck off. Um yeah, no, I know it. <laughs> I've I've never claimed that my map knowledge or my just my brain in general is even close to good. So, who's the boomer? <laughs> oh, it's, de- it's definitely fucking me. I said I said the other week we should have kept this as the boomer's own podcast just for me being here. But no, it's these these little things. Yeah, I know we talked about it before, but these little things that you know, and and the Daisy Twitter account being active, um, I know full well why some of the people have gone dark mode but it's so good when they're active um even being a bit cheeky with us it just it adds to that community feel doesn't it happy it does it does it does i think sometimes we look (laughs) we look for things in screenshots that aren't actually (laughs) i never noticed that and and i wonder if we uh we look for things that aren't actually in the patch (laughs) and things like that (laughs) but um yeah no of course it's 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 great to uh hear from development and stuff like that directly um you know and that and that you know the update this week and all that you know the patch notes that came from nowhere none of us we knew there was another one due this year and maybe there's another one as well but did you um, see adam's comment there no 
That was just a flare I shot earlier. No improvements. <laughs> you were bang on the money, Happy. You were bang on it's, the money. I think it's that, you know, because we all see, you know, these are little things that we want maybe or, you know, the idea of this town in the background being lit slightly and things like that. But yeah, yeah, no, it, it's it's great having the hearing from them. Okay. Now we're down to the uh, almost to the end of the uh, show. So what we like to do towards the end, Happy, is we give our guests the first opportunity to spotlight something in the Daisy community. It can it could be a shameless plug of your own stuff, or it could be something you've seen that you love. <sighs> I wasn't ready for that one. Um. All right. First up, I want to give. <laughs> a little um spotlight on i mentioned them earlier but the two guys that have been helping me with my servers on their in their own spare time outside of work uh the emperor fox and digiblast they're both uh they're both twitch streamers as well you should go and check them out um but they're doing this for the love someone of someone can post their love, links in chat please do they love the um they love what we're trying to do with the server so yeah a big shout out to them um i don't know man the the, the patch the patch this week is been the biggest thing that i've seen and um seeing this seeing this direction that the game's going in um which has taken us all by a little you know surprise um and seeing how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out is fascinating uh for me at the moment um yeah that's a bit crap isn't it but i'll think of something in a minute a bit better that's all right um, I wanted to do a uh, server spotlight on um, Daisy Revelations, another uh, very interesting server. Um, have you ever played that, Brim? Uh, I haven't. No, it's one that's on my on my uh, ever growing list of servers. That's the worst to, part. Uh, There's so many, out. isn't there? Ah, uh, the the worst part is I'm slowly but surely making making my way through the list that we've got in the Daisy podcast uh discord slowly but surely making my way through the odd server here or there but there's so many great ones i get onto a server thinking oh i'm only going to be on it for 10 15 minutes just checking it out and then all of a sudden it's fucking six hours later i'm like shit i've actually i'm almost going to get ready to build a base on this one <laughs> but um they got a nice bit of feedback happy um someone um left a comment for them when i saw hardcore in the server name i thought it would be the usual hardcore server where it's fairly easy to do anything but holy fuck guys you did not fuck around with this one I really have hard times on this server. It is immersive. It makes sense. It's hardcore as fuck, and I love it. Even with low pop, you struggle a lot. I almost died four times just because the zombies fucked my ass too hard. I started saving a bullet just in case I had no other choice. Um, yeah, so that really made their day. They uh, When you get feedback like this about your server, it makes all the time spent messing around worth every minute. And you'd understand that now as well. You're self-happy um, having gotten 100%. involved behind the scenes. And 100%. It's it's a lot of work and effort, isn't it, mate? It is. It is. You know, you have a you have a vision for what you want the server to be, and if if people come on board and they're enjoying it as well, and you know, you get comments like, "I used to play on this server, and I've I found yours, and you know, it's my new favorite, etc." It makes it all worthwhile. And but I'll have to I'll have to check this server out because it sounds interesting as well. Um, I'll add if it's good, I'll add it to my recommended lists on the website. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, totally, totally. We, you know, we we do that. We love the game. We want, which we're making uh, experiences for people, which you know, which we think are are good. And if if it clicks, you know, you're not going to get it right. And listening to the community and 
um you know making making tweaks and stuff like that is is what it's all about i think the other one i wanted to give a shout out to was a bit of feedback we had that i tweeted out from the official uh daisy account um from redshift 912 um and it's you know it's a bit of a shameless um self plug here but it explains why we've you know stuck with what is it episode 32 now um yeah yeah, you know, it's it's still niche. We don't get massive views on the videos or anything like that, but those who enjoy it, they enjoy it. And Redshift, um, just left this comment. Uh, Thanks for all the content, Boyd. You've been traveling, uh, been having to travel a lot lately due to a family death, and it's nice to download these and listen on the plane. This podcast has made me love the game even more. Um, so I know, um, yeah, we got burnt last week when we checked out the um. Uh, no content Daisy Twitter account, and he, he changed our logo to the Drama Podcast. Uh, but Bastard. As, as much as oh, I, is that the no context, no context Daisy, is it? That yeah, I, love, I, love, I already found that recently. I'm loving it. It's, yeah, oh. it was, the the irony is of the perfect timing because we were covering it in the in the podcast. It was part of the agenda. And we're like, oh yeah, and I, so I brought it up, and I was like, oh, check out that this is what it is, and I seen it, <laughs> and it was literally. Two minutes before I did that, they had posted and fucking flamed us with it. I was like, you absolute bastards. Brilliant. It was honestly the per- most perfect timing, but it is such a brilliant <laughs> Twitter account. Um, and I've got one more as well, being the host for the week, uh, that I wanted to shout out. Um, and this one is not my own recommendation, but it's one that Foxy recommended um, to me. Um, let me just bring up the link um because i'm having a boomer moment and not remembering what it was um that's right cj187 um i'm certain everyone has seen those mods with um cj187 in it and his collection of um files that he's got uh there for people to use is just absolutely phenomenal again someone who's giving more um he's got everything from you know bmw more items um money in wallets more crash sites, which is one that I want to look at, because like you, Happy, I'm always trying to find ways to keep people moving around the map and more interactive events. Um, gas masks, um, different rifles, vehicles, just so much, so many different things in there. And, you know, these modders, uh, I did a tweet a while ago that um, modders deserve more time in the spotlight. And that's why we have so many on as guests on this show, uh, because... They're not the glory boys, the streamers, the good-looking people like you, Happy. Um, they're all the hiding behind their computers and working on stuff um, behind the scenes to make this game we all love so much better. You know, PC, we are the envy of um, all the other DayZ players in the console community because we've got these amazing mods that you can mod the fuck out of your server and make it like a Trump's wall or a 1SK, or you can add some simple mods like you're doing, happy just to, you know, enhance it's quality of life stuff, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah completely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely brought a uh, breath of fresh air. And... Um, Brim. Yeah, that'd be me. Um, I mean, I would say... The, uh, there's three videos recently this week that I've watched. I'm going to link all three in one go in your uh, in your chat there. Uh, but it's uh, it's Mark's Rav plays, 
and uh, a previous guest of ours, Matthew Longtime, all three of them put out videos um, basically detailing the, you know, what's new in 1.10, 1.10, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, and yeah, all three of them, as always, you know, I mean, I know uh, Matthew Longtime had sort of been away a little bit. He hadn't really uploaded a lot recently, but certainly Marks and Rav both, you know, always shit hot with it you know as soon as anything new has changed great videos come out with all the information you could possibly need you know to sort of go for it so gotta give big shout outs to them for you know for getting on it so quickly i know rav said he had uh in a tweet that he had he, he had been up all night or something and he, he was just getting ready to go to bed and then saw the tweet that it was out so rather than go to bed he just chugged an energy drink and soldiered on with getting the video out so he could get it done as quick as possible for everyone so you know it's it's brilliant. You, you guys like that are kind of the backbone of the community to a degree. So I think they definitely deserve, uh, definitely deserve a bit, of, a bit of props and a shout out for that. Um, I just replied to Nayram there. Nayram um, had a uh, an idea for a topic, um, so I've asked him if he can add that in the Discord, and we can put that in for maybe next week because it's a good little idea there talking about server performance and issues that people have been having. That's one we'd have to explore in more depth than we're now at the end of the show. Um, last but not least, folks, I want to do a shameless plug for our Patreon. Uh, if you love the show and want to support it, um, we're looking for sponsors. We're looking for anything because we want to start doing giveaways and stuff like that more frequently for people. But we do have a Patreon. Um, if I can bring it up. Give me all your money. <laughs> Give your public page. There we go. Or at, least, or at least a couple of quid of it, either way. So only if you can. Um, get you some uh, little perks there as well. We um, Every week now we've been asking our um, patrons if they've got any topics they want added. Um, so yeah, we'll pick one topic from the ones that they suggest and add it. Um, it's one of the perks you get as uh, being a patron of the show. But, yeah, we want to be able to do more and give back to the uh, community ourselves. Um, I've also got a little project I've been working with Asmondian on that um, needs a bit of funding. Um, I can't say what it is, though, um, but it's going to make some people very, very happy. Um, and uh, uh, so yeah. You haven't even told me about that, so... That's uh, it's no, obviously uh, going to be I interesting. Did, I think I did mention something ages ago. I just didn't tell you that Asmondian finally got back to me. Um, but it's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, there'll be some lovely photos so everyone will get to see uh, what it does. I already gave Boydy all my money, Dark Mando. <laughs> but not just us as well. Like I mentioned, please remember um, that... You can support um, people like Happy Bombs, the streamers who are making great content and providing more for the community as well. Uh, the Running Man, um, Namal Survivor, even has a Patreon, uh, sorry, a uh, PayPal link to help support the work on Namolsk. Um, check out his website. If someone could post a link to that in chat, would be great. Uh, can we get Boydie on Death Squad, please? <laughs> With my ping, I I am the worst person to have as someone hunting people down. I am the worst PvPer in this game. Toprek put a tweet out um, saying that um, yeah, the the game is going to be more for low skilled PvP players. Fuck no, fuck no. I, I replied to him. I said the only way I'm ever going to kill you, Tope, 
is if I can run faster than you and I'm better prepared with more food and you starve to death. That is the only way I'm ever going to kill Tobrek. I think the only way any of us are going to kill Tobrek is if we just have hacks at this point. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only way. And even at that point, I think we'll be on a level peg and we won't actually have an advantage at that point. Doesn't matter. We will treat it like protect the president. You don't want me with you. I'm the idiot who, oh, do you want me to make a shelter? Do you want me to? I can start a fire. Let me show you what I can do with two stones. <laughs> well, I don't know. Having you on the, you know, having you might actually be quite handy with uh, with the way the armor works on uh, on Zero Chinaris. You know, stick stick you in a plate carrier. You you know, you in a plate carrier. You're basically a human target. You know, you're the human vest. <laughs> so you know, you you ser you could serve a purpose. That's like double, I'll, I'll double be running, padding. I'll be running around with my flare going, look at the heat shimmer. Isn't it really good? Adam's done something. What, they're shooting at us? <laughs> Stop shooting. I'm looking at the heat shimmer. But yeah, Fuck off. I'm looking at my pretty. <laughs> happy, mate. Thank you so, so much. You've proven why we, we wanted to get you as a guest, mate. You're an incredibly generous <clears throat> and just a fucking nice guy. <laughs> no, thank you for having me on. It's, it's been good. It's been good. good did you enjoy chat. yourself? I did. I was very nervous, but um, it was uh, <sighs> nervous. It was nervous being on a show with me. My God. Hopefully, I didn't waffle too much. Yeah, uh, if it's hard to out waffle me and Broom, mate. <clears throat> we are we are king wafflers, definitely. Okay, time to announce our guest for next week, folks. <laughs> Brim, I'll get, get you. I'll get you to check it because I don't want to reveal the full um, list. Who is next week's guest? Well, if I'm not mistaken, next week is uh, is next week's podcast is Halloween, is it not? <gasps> I remember now. Halloween. We're doing a Halloween. I have special. my. I have my mask. I have my. Well, I say my costume. I'm not. I'm going to still be in a hoodie and probably my. You know, a hat of some description. But I have my. Uh, I have my mask up, hanging, ready to go to be wearing. So. Anyone who does, uh, you know, you've, you've got to make sure there's some sort of, even if you just stick a bit of makeup on, got to dress up, got to do something for it. But yeah, for we, we are going to Who would you suggest we have, um, Happy? Just sort of see if Happy can guess before you say it, Brim. To do with Halloween? I've no idea. I've no idea. Brim? We are going in a completely opposite direction to what we have this week with, uh, with the lovely Happy Bombs, but Ray, we Ray. are... We are going mental <laughs> with our favourite uncle. We have Ray Ray on. Fucking knew it. And I cannot <laughs> fucking wait. Well, Ray Ray is going to be an insane show. I've just got this feeling that it is going to be the wildest episode of the podcast so far. And I, if I'm not working that night, it's going to get worse because I might have to. I might have to break out the drink. And yeah. just to really, really enjoy myself and really, you know, lose my job here quite quickly. It's going to be a doozy. My, be an I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And I was saying this to people recently in my in my personal life, trying to explain who Boydie is and who Ray Ray is and the difference in accents. Happy or no, as you know, trying to trying to understand a Geordie for for people like me and me and Happy who live not not a huge distance away from them is a nightmare. I love that you've got me hosting because I know I'm basically going to be your translator for the day and it's going to be fucking brilliant. I can't wait to see the deer in the headlights glassed over look in your eyes as Ray Ray says something and you go, I've got no fucking clue what he just said. What did he just at, at say? The speed he what talks as well. Yes. 
Yes. It's gonna I'm gonna be sat there knowing everything he said and just look over at Boydie and go, Yeah, he's he's lost, he's done. Is this guy speaking English? <laughs> it's gonna be so good, I can't wait. Oh, that's awesome. Once again, happy. Thank you so, so much, mate. Any last things you want to shout out, mate? Uh no, not really. Uh everyone has to go play um either. <laughs> Daisy Prevail when they've got their event. Um, please go play Daisy Prevail. But then after you finish um, playing the event of Daisy Prevail, what's your servers again, Happy? Uh, I can't remember what they're called. Um, no, zero Chinara, <laughs> zero Livonia. Um, yeah, Happy new servers, but we uh, come, and have, come and have a laugh. It's good fun. Happybombs.net, folks. All the best, everyone. Catch you later, Brim. Thanks, Much guys. love, guys. Thank you so much. I'll catch you later on. And ciao for now. This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support.